Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is George Romero. You're listening to ZombieCast. Hey, this is Dave Fenoy, the voice of Lee Everett, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast. Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Laurie Holden, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me, so keep listening. Hi, this is Sid Haig, and you're listening to ZombieCast. That's why you can hear me, stupid. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper and Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the ZombieCast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. Zombie Cast. Temple, you know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, zombie cast. Stay tuned in. Follow me. And thank you, Romero, for that super awesome introduction this weekend. Welcome, zombies, to ZombieCast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie. Episode 247, where I'm Sean. I'm Matt. I'm Norma. Thank you, zombies, for another download of ZombieCast this week. I want to thank you no matter where you get us. iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, ZombieCast.net. But the best place is every Monday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern, at allgames.com forward slash chat. Come over here, enter your name, enter the chat, mingle with the zombies, mingle with Norma. Mingle with me. Mingle with Matt. Matt's uh, just got his last snow, and you know what? He's wearing no more slacks up in the Canada area. But we love mingling with the zombies all week. You come interact with the show, throw questions, talk topics, however you want. If you want to hear us live, but cannot join us live on all devices, including all the new cars, stereos, Ford, Chevrolet, Amazon Echo, all that stuff, simply add tune in uh, and add all games radio. And you, you can hear us live no matter where you're at on all cell phones, devices. Uh, any, anything, anywhere, anything. I'm hyped, guys. I missed last week. Uh, add the TuneIn app and add All Games Radio and uh, here's live global, no matter where you're at, even Antarctica. Uh, we do want to remind you guys to go over to zombieresearchsociety.com. It's for the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. Go over there and browse all those news articles. And over on the front page, you can listen to the podcast feed of past shows and the most recent episode of ZombieCast over there, right on the front page on the lower right. And we do want to thank the society, Mr. Matt Moak, George Romero, Zombie Thon, D. 
Dave Marks, all those guys over there at the ZombieResearchSociety.com is having us as the official radio show of the Society. And while you're over on the social medias, go to Facebook, search the ZombieCast like our page over there, and over on the Twitters, follow at ZombieCastWorld and click that banner up top. Follow each individual host as we love mingling with the zombies all week, night and day, in the AM. Right, Norma? Right. So how do you mingle, Norma? Is a little like to the left and a little Chris to the right. Now, you could be Back like up. a Christian mingle, Norma, but you, we've, you're from Jersey, Jersey Shore. What is it? Are you a snooky, oh. are you a snooky <laughs> mingler or are you a, a what? I'm a gentle mingler. A gentle thing, mingler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. a gentle one. I'm smooth, baby. You don't know. By the time you figure it out, mm. it's too late. I'm. It's done, and I'm out. Mm-hmm, don't too soon, guys. Don't pass. Do not pass. Uh, guys, we're missing Tedekin tonight. Should we call nine one one, Matt? You know, uh, I've got him on the phone right now. I'm talking to the police officers. They're in. They're in the hallway. Okay. Uh, uh, yes, or, 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 I'm in the hallway. We're in the hallway of uh, Matt. What's his, which which address is he at? Uh, just try all the doors. Look for the door. Look, uh, look for the oh, door. There's, one with, there's yeah. one with the Convet Kids logo. It's kind of like a cartoon. Looks like South Park right on the door. Is this Careful, it? he's got a lot of fans. That's so it. go for that one first. Okay, hold on. One second. Okay. You got it. Tedekin! Tedekin, your friends are worried about you. Honestly, Hello? don't bother. Don't bother. Just go right in. Do you hear that? Now. They're coming through the door. What's funny, guys? What's up, guys? I was sleeping. Um, You want to know what's funny, guys? Now that I'm dating Ted's mom, I can hear the knocking downstairs, guys. Me and Miss Bracewell. (laughs) Mom joke when he isn't even on the air. It's a bold bold move, Sean. I was was moving in, you know, and and his dad's moving out, and, uh, you know, he's going to have to call me dad from now on. Even daddy. Bracewell daddy. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? Dude, I. I hope he shows up, man. I love hanging out with Ted again. Ted, we miss you, but uh, he is in on the East Coast. Here, Ted's from <laughs> Los Angeles, Ooh. California, and he's in Atlanta now, attending uh, to his you. beautiful parents. So, Ted, hopefully everything's okay, my friend, and uh, hopefully he stops by. It's just me you and know Matt. What? He is busy yeah. doing that uh, Combat Kids episode, so uh, yeah, that's right. I think he's a little distracted right now. I think yeah. that's what it is. You know, Combat Kids with a K, K O M B A T K I D S on uh, on uh, YouTube. It's on, what almost eight million now. That's yeah. a lot. That's a lot of views, man. Especially Pretty for a twenty-five great. minute cartoon that he made. Mm-hmm. And you know, it included Norma, but Matt, dude, you were in it like twenty-three wow. minutes of the twenty-five minutes. Well, uh, my son Xander was in it too, which is pretty cool. Because there's mm-hmm. another video that Ted released of, because um, I sent Ted the raw audio, and he released the raw audio of me kind of training my son to do the voices, and that was pretty funny. It's just kind of a neat thing because now he's older and he's he's uh, a little wiser, so it's neat hearing his little voice trying to voice all those characters. Nice, nice. Hey guys, he, whether or not Ted shows up or not, we have a special guest tonight. Now I want to introduce him. He's been on here before, and it's been a while. And it's, uh, you know, is it, uh, how can we describe him? Maybe Archie Bunker? Archie nah. Bunker meets Richard Pryor meets... Droopy? Droopy meets uh, Shaggy. Meets... Oh, Debbie meets, Downer? Meets Jesse uh-huh. from Jesse Pinkman. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to describe him. Yeah. And I, right, because he's got that sass. 
Yeah, and I'm so jealous because he's from the what? area that uh, you know what? What is it? Diners, drive-ins, and dives. The guy, you know, guy is the host. Guy was it Fieri or something like that? Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. On one of his episodes. Yeah, yeah. On one of his episodes, they were in a burger joint near where our guest is from, and they made this big giant cheeseburger. Tour literally. The cheese was like ten inches past the burger on each side. I mean, it was like man. I mean, you know, it was like a big clock hanging on the wall, like like bigger than the plate. The, the cheese would hang off the plate. You couldn't see the bottom bun or, or nothing. But I gotta try it. But uh, from Sacramento, California, from the horribly awkward podcast, Mr. Sean Iams Fuller. I am Iams, dude. How are you? Hey, hey, you guys, hey, sorry, sorry, I'm late. Um, You guys said, I thought you said 6 o'clock. It's only 525. Oh, okay, well, Uh we like to start early around here, as you can tell. If you've listened to the show, you you know we like to start early every week. Yeah, man. Yeah, we do. We're on Canadian time, buddy. Canadian time. How do you feel about that? I'm I'm totally sorry. Uh, What time are you guys starting now? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, man. Get ready. It's just like Nerdist, man. Hey, we're recording, man. We, we've been recording for 15 minutes. They always do that on the Nerdist. They're like, oh, oh, we, oh, well, sorry, started, sorry, started. It's like, yeah, man, sorry, started. I'm Is sorry, that before I'm, or I'm, after I'm, Chris Hardwick reminds us that he used to drink? Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Chris Hardwick. Because I know he listens to this and he's, he cares about what I feel. But I, I, do, do. Yeah, I love listening to Nerdist, man, but 90% of the time it's kind of him comparing himself to that big A-list celebrity life. She was like, oh, yeah, man, I know what you're talking about, man, you, uh, the lifestyle. <laughs> but, dude, I love Nerdist. I listen to it every week. Even if I don't know who the guests are, it always ends up entertaining because, you know, it's not about anything. It's just yeah. front porch conversation. Wait, like is, the uh, real. is Matt, uh, what's his face, still on it? I haven't listened to a long time. Is Jonah and Matt, are Jonah and Matt still on it? Yeah, not, not really. really. No. You'll hear them here and there, but, it, but it's yeah. not like it used to be like a round table, like back like when Rob Zombie would be on, and you felt like there was a group of people sitting on the couch, you know, and he had, it yeah. felt like, uh, so it's, it's, it felt mm, more natural a little bit, right? Yeah, it did. But it's, uh, you know, one one show that I've been listening to a lot lately is uh, WTF with Mark Marin. That's, yeah. that's a good show, but I don't know half of his guests. He always has these big, big guests, and I'm like, I don't even have a clue who this is. A lot of it's our comedians, right, that are in the scene, but yeah, Sean, almost can we, um, can we uh, do the intro again for me? Because I want to feel important, and I totally missed it. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, yeah. Please, man, I, I love Sean Come intros. On. They're like the best. I, it's what I try to do on Horribly Awkward. I really try to. I really come on, to. Debbie. Come on, Debbie. Let's smile. Let's smile, dude. And, and you me get hype. You me get yeah. Sean. Oh, no, it's fuller! Fuller! Woo! Fuller! Really? Really? I miss it, man. Sean, that's honestly, man, I, I when I listen to your intros, it gets me all hyped up. And that's, dude, that's what podcasting's about. It's about fun. That's awesome. <laughs> you know what? Tonight I was pushing it because. Yeah, I, I graduated. Embroidered, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was put. Uh, uh, I, I was pushing, right. So, so we've had the Kingdom guys. Yeah. At, uh, at Costco. Oh Jesus! Sit, what about your grill? 
Okay. It, it is. <laughs> you know, we went from gas grill to charcoal, and, and the charcoal is kind of wearing out, and we had a dilemma. And I've always wanted a hibachi grill, and damn it, I got one this week. Woo-woo. And it's a new thing, and from the looks of it, it's kind of like a trending thing now. Evidently, a lot of people has been wanting these because it's kind of hard to come by. And luckily, I walked into Walmart, and they had what I been wanting off of Amazon for a long time, and I bought it, but it's uh, – it's a hibachi grill. It's a big gas griddle with four burners. And, you know, like tonight I cooked uh, bacon and eggs and pancakes, grilling out man style on the back patio. But I, man yeah. style. Wait a minute. What does man style mean? Were I'm, you like wearing mm-hmm. a special outfit? No, 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 no. Man Rocking style. Man style. Yeah. Well, man style, Norman. Matt knows oh. what I'm talking about. You know, us being different. No, don't drag me into this weird power trip you're going. Okay, Matt. You know you know how it is being a dipper. And man style is normally you got to get a belt, <laughs> got to tie it around your dong, around your leg, so you don't get burnt. That's true. So you also you got to grill like a helicopter. You're like wee. <laughs> but uh, but uh, you know I I've been cooking like uh, you know I've been cooking and posting pictures, blasting people, spamming them the way that I always do. But tonight you know I. Uh, I've done the bacon, uh, turkey bacon, and eggs and pancakes, and, and I'm in love with this. Thing. And uh, tomorrow it's going to be like fried rice, chicken uh, with a soy sauce. And, and, you know, I love going to Japanese restaurants. Matt, I, I'm sure you do. You know, it, I love those you get a little bit in front of your restaurants. Totally. Yeah. And, and my grill, you know, the grills that, that I bought is like four foot across. I mean, it's literally the same size, if not bigger. It's like the hibachi in the, in the Japanese steakhouses. So, you know, it's just like I said, if I want toast, if I want to grill cheese, if I want steak, you know, or pork chops or, you know, the, the chopped onions with, with soy sauce. And I mean, mm. it's, uh, you know, I, I have it open now. You know, we used to do it on the little griddle that we had. Like you get a Walmart, you get like the, the $19 griddle. Well, that was my hibachi. You know, I would cook rice on that thing or I would cook, you know, chicken or shrimp or, or anything. You know, Iams, do you ever do that? Like, like do you have a, a griddle like, like uh, you know, just like a Walmart griddle? No, I don't have any cool fancy shit like Freeman, man. That's that DJ money right there. You just walk into Walmart and just buy shit, man. I, I got like a little flat pan, and I cook the shit out of things. I just don't have a cool setup like Freeman because, man, you're a trendsetter. No, dude, I'm talking about like the like the $19 one. None. So I can't afford that. That's a lot. The $19. You just buy like a freaking like 29,000-inch LCD TV or flat screen TV. Yeah. Don't pretend you're down now, Mr. Iams. Yeah, that's different because TVs are important. It doesn't matter. Cooking devices are just cooking devices. They're just meh. You know, I mean, you've got a cool house, um, hamburger joint by your house, so you don't need that hibachi grill. Yeah. Nah, I need the hibachi grill. I'm going to come <laughs> and hang out at Freeman's house. He's going to make me some kick-ass food. Watch. Yeah. Well, see, the, the problem with, with charcoal is – and I'm sure you've done this before, Matt, where, you know, like, you know, we, we, we want to grill out a burger. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you spend 30 minutes getting the charcoal ready, and, and the, the burger's literally done in five minutes. And you're like, damn, I, I wanted to stretch this out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, having a gas grill or a, a gas hibachi, you know, you just go out there and fire it up, put it on low, you know, yeah. vape a little bit, chill. You know, if, if somebody bit. wants to take a bone here, they can. Yeah, you, know, you can drink a beer. But something about charcoal, just with four or five people, you know, it's it's a hassle, man, doing all, the, all that stuff. Just, you know. To throw your burger on there in literally three, four minutes, it's yeah. just about done. And then you're like, well, well hell, that, you know, it, it, it didn't last long. <laughs> so with yeah. gas, you, know, you, you fire it up, 
you, you take it at the pace that you want. But a hibachi, man, is something that I've always wanted. Ever since a little kid, Japanese has always been my favorite food. And yes. I know you guys see the pictures where I'm always, you know, I have a cast iron skill and I'm trying to master Japanese food, you know, all the rice and sticky rice and sweet rice and soy and this. But I have a fucking hibachi now, man. And I'm excited, dude. I am excited. That's awesome, dude. Now you got to learn how to do, uh, you know, like learn how to flip eggs onto your hat. Like I've been to those those restaurants, to the tempanyaki restaurants, and flip dude, eggs and make a shrimp in your pocket. Yeah, put a shrimp in the pocket, or you make those onion yeah, like, that's right. like onion volcanoes. He like flips it in your pocket. Nah, I love yeah. that guy. You're like, I don't want a yeah. fucking shrimp in my pocket. Get that thing out. Isn't it better <laughs> yeah. than a banana in your pocket? I mean, what? I rock it all day. I need a cup of coffee. <laughs> Dipper in your pocket. Yeah. A cup of coffee. Is that a banana dippers, in your pocket, I, or you're I, happy I, to see me? I don't know about dippers. I can lay face down. Is that your one in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? Hey, Matt. Yo. Prima, Prima Mommy, uh, I recently bought her this machine that you can do any T-shirt with. Like, like it's, got, it's a machine that will cut anything out, any sign, any iron on, any paper, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, a thing called a curio. But Freeman Mommy has been making all these shirts for Chloe. And, dude, mm. she's she's going to make a hashtag Dippers Unite shirt. And if oh, I know it, I'm going to buy one of those. No, you ain't got to buy it, man. Yeah, I mean, you could go to the craft store and you get, like, solid black or red or whatever T-shirts, like, three I'm bucks. I'm not. Oh, it's uh, like fruit at home. Yeah, no. I'm going to get her to make some uh, Dippers Unite hashtag uh, on the back of the shirt. That way, you know, I ain't got to look at that, look at it. The people walking behind me will be like, that's a fucking dipper, man. <laughs> you got to get that hashtag trending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But guys, you know, you I don't know if you would get the right people to follow you, but okay. Well, well I, I, know, right. I know it's not grill level news, but I got some pretty cool news as well. Yes, you do. Oh, I, I was going to roll out the, the royal red carpet for you, Matt, because usually me and, me and Ted do the CRS. And Ted is not yeah. here. Ted might be north of the fucking, he might be north of the bull. Order. I can't. I can't say. I can't say. All this guy. Who's this might, guy? Might be Vancouver East Side, Toronto area. I, I. I can't say. But Matt, dude, we're always proud of you. We're always proud of Ted. Yes. For the stuff you guys do with Combat we're Kids, all, we're always we're proud of you. Because you know what? Uh, recently, uh, during NBA games, your voice oh. has been heard on an automobile commercial. Yeah, on the Raptors games. It's pretty cool. On the Raptors games, uh, you know. You've heard Matt. Matt was the voice of Xbox for Canada uh, not long ago on, on a recent ad. And, and, dude, I'm happy for you. You've been expanding right. and doing good. And, and you know what? You're like, I got a little job today. And then all of a sudden, we're like, dude, you're a fucking car commercials. Dude, that <laughs> yeah, is nuts. You guys Nothing little. Is, you guys yeah. But, cool. uh, but you got some other good news that you want to talk about, dude. And I'm very That's proud a- of you, Matt. Oh, thanks, buddy. I really appreciate that. I I got some really good news today. I uh, I've been talking about this video game that I've been going for for a month. I went to callbacks. I went to auditions. Uh, I've been told that a lot of people were going for this, and I got the gig today. I am the main character Boom! in the video game. Boom! That's being uh, developed uh, here in Ontario. It's a full fledged game. It's uh I can't talk about it. I don't know if I can talk about it or not. They they're still looking for the one other cast member who's like. Because it's a co-op game, so it's me and this other girl in this really cool... It's actually a horror psychological thriller adventure game that uh, they're making. And it's, it, we're going to do a soundstage thing. 
uh, full production. It's it's really cool. It's a paid gig. It's my first kind of really big video game role, so I'm super excited about it. And when, once I once we roll some details, I'd love to have them on the show because it is it is a horror game. What they're doing is very cool. They're collaborating with actual like psychiatrists and doctors to get to like figure out like what it means to really lose your mind in some situations. So they really really add that level of realism in it. Um, so yeah, I, I'm super psyched. I'm just uh, it, it's such I, I I've always wanted to experience that right. I've always wanted to be part of game making somehow. Oh, yeah. like, I can't like draw worth shit, and I can't program worth shit, but I can, I can voice decent, so... Yeah. Yeah. Matt, Matt, how about... You know, I'll top your head, dude. You just won the Stanley Cup. Go. Uh, hey, guys. Go, going going to Great Wolf Lodge. Heck yeah, man. That was awesome, dude. <laughs> that was, <laughs> that was I really thought good. it was going to be. Thanks, thanks, guy. I, oh, man. I, I yeah. know spot. I never know if I can do it, but... Uh, here we go. That's good. I also heard that Matt's the voice for Elgato Negro. Elgato Negro. I think that yeah. I think Tech owns the voice for Elgato Negro. And the you're the voice for uh, uh, Ashley Madison. I heard. Yeah, well, before the big uh, hoopla, <laughs> I was, and then that shit went down, and they kind of canned me because I got associated with it. But now, guys, oh my goodness, I got a gig with uh, United Airlines. They're they're a Ooh. brand on the rise, and I think I'm gonna crush it. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. That's big. Congrats, dude. I'll definitely play that game. I, I looked at some screenshots and it looks really cool, dude. Yeah, I'm I'm pumped because uh it it is an indie studio, but they're they've established, uh and it, it's it's not. I don't want to discredit any other indie game. It you know it's a full fledged game. Like it's like a 3D models, awesome. really realistic graphics, and it, they're going for the the gusto with this one. And it's a Canadian game too, so it's probably going to get a lot of love here. So and what's the name of the game? It's called Debris. D E B R I S by Moonray Studios. Ooh, nice name for it too. Yeah. And, and, and thank God, like that character wears a helmet, so they don't have to like CGI your face in there. That would be terrible. Well, I mean, if the character is too sexy, you don't really buy him, right? Yeah, yeah. You're like, dude, this this guy. Well, he's like, he's way Canadian. Yeah. They don't have these kind of oceans in Canada. <laughs> Can you show like debris? Is is there a beluga whale in it? A guy riding a humpback whale? What? I can't. Firm or deny uh, beluga whales or sharks or squid, the orca, or swimming moose. But uh, yeah, yeah. Jedi Light says United Airlines, get off my plane. That's the new tagline. Get off my plane, Doctor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. You know what? I, I don't fly United or American Airlines. To be honest. Yeah. Why? I did, uh, just uh, because it just don't. Just because of nine eleven, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather fly Southwest. Okay. Oh, is that the at the airline that nine eleven? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was American Air- Airlines and United. It was all dealing with uh, the United States or the meaning of the United States. Oh, shit. Uh, nine one one, and then United Airlines and American Airlines, and yeah, they, they used they they specifically used those. So yeah, man, I don't know. I don't. Know. I just you guys get scared when you fly. Matt, you fly all the time. Uh, but me, I, I love flying. I love uh, to fly, but I love when we land. I love like, landing. That was fucking plane. awesome. That was awesome. That was an awesome flight. I still think it's the safest was, form of travel. Part. Mm-hmm. I do too. Look, yeah. I need Xanax, like a serious dose of Xanax to fly. And yeah. not just to fly, but I need the moment I know I'm flying, whether it's like a month or six months before I'm already needing to pull out the Xanax because the anxiety mm. is so bad. Horrible. Really, eh? I, I yeah. call that drug addiction. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's no, we're, we're not going on a flight for three years. I, I got to have my pills yep, every much. day. Much every day. I need it. And anytime I think about it, like it is that much of a panic attack for me. Yeah, I know people. Like, I, yeah, I know that is a common thing. It's. I mean, it, it, I think it's a control issue. Do you find you have control issues in other areas of life? I mean, no. You're a teacher. True, and I have control to a point, but yeah. no, I just know that my wings cannot flap like a bird. So if something were to happen, I will not land safely. Well, they you know, can. I can swim a lot better efficient. than I can fly. But yeah. so. you know what? It would be the worst three minutes of your life. No, I don't want and, to. And, no, and a lot of times I'm like that before I fly. You know, because I've flown before. And, you know, I've flown 75 times probably. But. One time I got the fear. We were coming back from Cancun. It was a rough flight going down. And a couple of times, I mean, the plane, like, like turned so much. You know, 60% of the plane was like, oh, you know, type deal. So I got the fear before I got on the plane coming back. And, it, dude, I would have gave my left leg to get off that plane. And I told myself I'm never, I'm never going to get the fear again. And since, you know, I had to realize, you know what, it would be the worst three minutes of your life and that's it. Yeah, I wouldn't want to want to go through. But that it's the safest. Life, it's the safest way to travel. You know what? Me cut in half on a freeway. I'd rather fall out of the sky. Nope. I can really? control driving. I can I don't, throw myself uh, out slow the door. death, man. Um, it would still be kind of like a slow death because I bet you those three minutes are going to last for like the rest of your life. You Not gotta just have that, fun with it. But knowing everybody <laughs> you're leaving behind and people who are like, I didn't say goodbye to. Yeah, no, thank you. EMs, no, thank you. Are, you want to know what takes my breath, how Norma? You have fun with it. Uh, well, I'm falling. I know I have three minutes. I'm gonna first. I'm gonna confess all my sins. I got about thirty seconds of that, so I got two and a half minutes left. I'm gonna do a Superman pose, an Iron Man pose. Dude, I'm other people are dying scroll. too. Don't make it annoying for them. Like you gotta, you gotta respect that other people are having a death experience. You can't. No, be like, I don't give a shit. Last three minutes of my life, I'm doing what I want. <laughs> you you wanna know what takes my breath? You wanna know what takes my breath? And, and I think about the this all the time. Time. No, no. <laughs> This, this is this is something that, that I don't talk about much, but really bothers me. Mm-hmm. All right, you're riding in a car, right? The car flips over, and you're in the grass area. You have a wreck, and it flips over. And the, there's kind of like water seeping in against the ceiling of the car, which is the bottom of the car now, right? Mm-hmm. And gradually it's sinking down, and you hear other bangs. And you're slowly going to where you die. And and for me to to thinking of dying like that, to where you know you're gonna die thirty seconds before you die, takes my breath, man. It terrifies me. Dying in an air crash. You just described dying in an air crash. Yes. Three minutes. You're you're thinking about dying. I I would be swimming in the air trying to make it to a lake or something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God! Imagine that being upside down in a car. And yeah. it's just sinking down into the soil. Then uh, you, you know, might have a chance bam, 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 bam. Like you could try to break that door open. Look, I have in my in my first aid kit in my car. Down. I have a glass breaker. Nobody survives. That's the. I don't want to die by drowning. I don't want to die by fire, and I don't want to die by flying. Pretty much, and don't take me while I'm sleeping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I pretty much covered all my bases. Just don't take me away. You know what? There was a, a while ago. There was an accident here in Ontario where someone at a job site was poured over with like steaming hot um, aggregate, like rocks and like sludge, and he died buried alive, being burned to death. And I was just forever oh. since then. I was like, "Yep, that that wins it. That is the worst way to go." 
Wow. And by the way, if we're if we're rambling, it's because Walking Dead's off season. So these are the uh, off season which zombie cast shows. Yeah, I missed last week, guys. I was in. Yeah, you know, I went to camp at the Y, and it was one thing I realized about the zombie apocalypse and the Walking Dead is being at camp for a week with kids with no internet at night, no TV. <laughs> that sucks. I cannot. I cannot survive. Were you shaking? Were you like in a corner, like and no, no something? Mountain Dew, no Pepsi, oh, none of that. Man. You know, it was coffee or warm bottle water. Did you sing camp songs, Sean? No, it, eight o'clock. It was like go to your cabin. We're done for the night. And you all no. know me. I'm a two a.m. guy. Yeah, when I was a it camp was, counselor, we had a rule: if the tent was not, uh, rocking, you had to come knocking because. Kids start doing weird stuff at a very early age in tents. We walked into some These were stuff. cabins, right? Woo! And mm-hmm. then there was 10 kids in a cabin. It was me and a guy named Rick Titus in one cabin mm-hmm. uh, watching the 10 kids. And then the women were literally a quarter of a mile away on the other side of the lake with them. So, you know, I couldn't even text Freeman Mommy. Freeman Mommy went, but we both went for my son, Lyndon. But mm-hmm. the, the moms couldn't stay with the boys. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So she just had to stay... And a, a girl's cabin, but it was all sassy people. You know, she didn't know anybody in the cabin. So, yeah. and, and I loved it. I had a good time. We ziplined. We'd done survival stuff. We built forts. We'd done this. We'd done that. But nighttime, oh, my God, dude. Yeah. There's no way I could live without internet now and power and ice-cold Mountain Dew. And so. can, I, can I tell you a horror story that actually happened to me while camping? Yeah. It's actually it's kind of pretty it. affecting. So one time uh, when we, we were training for camp counseling, we have to go on a retreat before the, the kids come. Um, and during this retreat, they usually like they pull some sketches or they pull some like fake scenarios and stuff like that. So we were all sitting around the campfire. It was getting late. We'd actually done like our thing for that night. And suddenly this guy covered it like his face was covered in blood. He was super distressed. He comes running from out of the forest and he's like, holy shit, my brother just fell off the cliff and he's dying. And, uh, and you know, all of us, oh I mean, goodness. we're 16 at the time, and we're like, okay, whatever. This is one of those things, right? Turns out it was a real situation, and his brother was dying. So, like, the boss of us has to go running into the forest, and, and he's screwed up because he sees, like, this mangled body at the bottom of a cliff. And all this, like, all oh. these other camp counselors that are in training, too, they're starting to freak out because this is a real death situation. Ambulance like, hey, report. Hey, yeah. Hey, hey. So there's a lot of people dealing with a lot of weird stuff. And uh, unfortunately, I think uh, the guy's uh, friend died or his brother died that night. Oh, man. But this oh, happened wow. right next door to our campsite, too. So we had to go to sleep that night after all this <laughs> all this shit uh, went on with, like, a, a dead body being hauled out of the woods. So that was that was our introduction to uh, disaster planning. And uh, I mean, what, what, what do you do? You know, like, when someone gets hurt, like, like at my work, you know, and we had a guy who got hurt and eventually died from it at work uh, last year. You remember my coworker that it got killed? And I learned real quick that, that when, like, seeing somebody get their finger chopped off at work or their hand or their arm or gash their leg and it's, and it's just hanging on, you know, because mm. I, I see these accidents. You know, I'm in, I'm in a in a steel shop, you know, with all these Machines that are like 150 tons uh, per square inch of force type mm-hmm. stuff. And I learned real quick, you know, when the boss man comes back and he's like, hey, you know what, go back to work. Jeez. By law, you, you got to be like, dude, hold on a minute. <laughs> I got oh, to clear my head for a minute. Right, yeah, right, right. So, uh, we, we, we all learn. 
Yeah. Yeah, it is. So, I mean, it, that would be hard to do at camp. Here's a silly question for you. Since you work what? in a job where it is, um, there's just a lot of serious machinery. Do you have a sign up that says how many days you've gone out without an incident and then yep. it restarts? <laughs> yep, we do. And you that's, don't want to be the guy that stops that sign. Yeah, because that's that's big in times like insurance, and the boss gets mad cause because because you get stuff like that. Yeah, drug test. I've learned this, and not 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 where I work now, but I'm saying I've learned this. Whenever you work in a place and you get drug test for any medical attention, mm-hmm. you would not believe what super glue holds together. <laughs> and, and I'm oh, yeah. telling you, dude, I've seen some bad cuts. And, and you know, somebody pull you to the side and be like, "Hey, man, pull the pour the super glue in this cut." That's and, and it, it, my dad would do that. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, so, you know, so if you ever get cut and you need and it's bleeding very bad, yeah, super glue do. does work. Just, it just does. pour super glue in there, and it'll it's it'll hold your skin together and stop the bleeding, dude. It works. Mm. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I used to work in a print shop, and like you, Sean, you worked in a mach- you work in a machine shop, and right. And in those situations, it's a lot of guys working around the machinery. And what do guys do? They have pride, so they feel like they can do yeah. things their own way sometimes, and they don't follow the regulations. And then something fucked up happens, and every- yeah. yeah, you just like we're we're men, we got this here. Just kick that thing in with your foot. Oh, like we're not supposed to do that. Just kick it in. Yeah. Them blood squirting, yeah. blood squirting everywhere, and you're like, oh! Yeah, I saw this guy get his hand. I didn't see it happen, but this guy got his hand. His whole hand went in the press, like the the rollers oh, split all God. of his hand open, and just he came back like two months later, though. But I don't he sounds know, man. very impressive. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Impressive. You you want to know something that, that would be crazy? My cousin, and we're talking horror stories, real horror stories now. But my cousin was a plant manager at a corrugated box board factory, and that is a cardboard factory. You know, they would print stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, like when you see, like, the Titanic display at the action video, you know, they would print stuff like that. And uh, it was a guy's first day on the job. And, you know, a lot, a lot of those paper machines are, you know, going like a thousand foot a minute. You know what I mean? It's like, brrr, and a machine sucked a, a guy in on his first day on the job and crushed Whoa. his head. Oh. And, and everybody, everybody left, and, and my my cousin was like, you know what, this dude does not deserve to be alone, man, and stayed in there with a the guy, mangled, until they got him out. He, he was like, my the guy was sw- dead though, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. Uh, that's rough. That's yeah. right. It reminds me of the movie, what the Machinist with, um, with uh, Christian Bale. Bale. That yeah. was a fantastic movie. The Mangler but, with Freddy I mean, Krueger. What's the most I've seen? I've seen like oh god in heaven, what's going on? Dang! Holy shit! I totally forgot. What? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You're just totally blown. Dude, you, Ted, you got to go back and listen to the first part of the show. They didn't fucking talk about you. I did. I say, like, man, I missed Ted. <laughs> Matt didn't. Norma didn't. I literally, I, I literally just found my phone. <laughs> I found my phone. I was like, what the fuck are they calling me for? And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Like I said, if, if Ted shows up, I'll catch you guys later. You're not here for the Ted Almost Dead segment, man, and we're all over the place, man. We're talking yeah, man. cut off wieners, everything. everything. Cut, off, cut off wieners. Yeah, I yeah that happened. Lorena that Bobbitt. That was my birth story that you missed, but we're not going to get into that again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the most I've seen was um, a nun oh. lose her finger when I went to Catholic school yeah. at a, in a door. And then my friend, when we did 
when we were playing volleyball, we were on the volleyball team in high school. Our coach had us jumping over these square, heavy um, wooden boxes. They were like those little dolls, those little Russian dolls that, you know, they get bigger. And as you open them, there's a smaller doll and so on yeah, and so yeah, forth. The nesting dolls. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And that's how the boxes were. So there are three different sizes. So he had us doing different um, exercises on each of them, which would require jumping over them or on them and getting down, whatever, just working on our calf muscles. And my friend slipped and got like the inside of her knee against the edge of the box. And we could see like the bone, um, you know, we could see through uh, the blood and everything and see her bone. And her doctor, her dad was actually a doctor for Walter Reed hospital. So he had to take her and rush her to the emergency room. He's like, yeah, she can't do this for a while. And we had to go, (laughs) but that was like probably the most insane thing. Cause when I had my accident, there was like no blood anywhere, but this guy right. come to me not long ago, and he, he had chopped his finger off. And he come, and he's like, oh, my God, my finger. And I was like, dude, what happened to your face, man? His face was all deformed looking. He's like, no, my oh, face, my. my finger. And what had happened was he chopped his finger off and, and fainted. <laughs> and he hit, hit face first on the damn concrete. Oh, oh Jesus. Geez. He didn't even realize it. Yeah. Yeah, he was in shock. Yeah, that's it. That happens, man. It happened to me a couple of uh, months ago. I cut my. I was trying to cut something off my, my work bag that I bring my lunch in, and the knife collapsed. I was pressing as hard as I could, and the knife collapsed on my finger, and it went. It like hit the bone, and I was looking at it, and it it, 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 it wasn't bleeding at first. It was just wide open, and I was looking at it like, oh, then I started feeling sick. Then I got dizzy, and I thought I was in a faint. I sat down. Oh, it's it's weird how that just takes over, and it's like it, do, it didn't hurt, but I just my body just like I don't know. Shut down. And it's weird. Yeah. I have to take courses where I work at, you know, I got, you know, I, I got to be able to shock somebody's heart back in, you know, we, we have the defibrillators. Oh, so that's so always fun. At, to work at my work, you have to be trained on the defibrillator, but you gotta, you gotta know what to do. If somebody was to chop their leg off, like at their thigh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's live or die type moments. She's mm-hmm. where Ted, you I, work at? <laughs> it's, it's called industrial air, but it's, you know, we take quarter inch plated stainless steel, you know, and, and you know, fourteen foot sections, you know, bend it into a ninety, you know, on a dime. It's uh but machines have no conscience. You know, a lot of these machines that we use are simple Not but you yet. put a, but you put hundred and fifty tons per square inch to bend a piece of metal. Mm-hmm. It'll fuck your body up. And a lot of times, you know, like if you're going to break a piece of metal in between these two dies and, and the metal slips, first thing people do is go to reach for it and chop their hand off. Yeah, it's just instinct, uh, right? Yes, yeah, it's just instinct. So machines have no conscience. So, I know, Ted, you, you can beat all these stories. I'm you, not, you, I'm you've not done worse. I've not seen many gory things in person, to tell you the truth. But you participated, right? In real life. I've seen a lot of gory things on the Internet, but I've never really seen gory things uh, – uh, in reality, now that I, th- I was actually trying to think, and I was like, I've never seen anything all that bad in reality. What is it? It bothers you, man. It bothers you. <laughs> what are you t- <laughs> oh, let me tell you this story. Maybe it would help. You can't for forget. Me. Forget let my name. Tell you, don't. You can't forget. Talk about workplace injury. All right, get this shit. So years ago, uh, me and Mariana were at a Big Brothers event because I was a Big Brother at the time. So like this uh, kid called Chandler. Right. God rest uh, his soul. God, no, no, he he survived. So we went out on a we went out on a horse ride, and it was just like one of these leisurely horse rides with uh you know us and the kids. And all of a sudden the horses start going crazy. They start going like full gallop. Uh-oh. So these two horses going full gallop with one of these like stupid tourists just like 
haphazard bins on the back of them where people are sitting. So we're like, holy shit, we got to like figure this out because these horses are going wild. There's no containing them. The guy driving them was pulled with such force that he flipped over the front and under the wagon. So now the driver's gone, and it's just like it's five adults, five kids. We're like, we're going to die. This is crazy. So we jump out. And we make sure the kids are... Well, first of all, we make sure the kids are out safely. We jump out. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, I changed my story. But so then we're like, <laughs> what happened to the driver? Because this, this guy has to be dead. So me and this other guy, right. just we run, we book it to where we last saw the driver. And he's standing, and he's, he's wandering around. As we get closer, we see, like, this flap hanging it down from his head. We're like, what is that? Is that his hat or something? No, oh. the, dude was, the dude was fully scalped. And oh no! Half of his like head skin was hanging over his face, and you yeah. could see like the bone and the and the muscle underneath. And I'm like, dude, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I just I just got to get back to the like. He was in shock, right? He didn't realize like half his he was scalped. So we had to call the ambulance and shit. Like, <clears throat> it was yeah, I was well. And when you're in that mode, like I find when I'm in an emergency, <laughs> mode, I go straight to like get her done action. Like I'm not too affected by stuff, which which is a benefit because I'm really squeamish. right. But I get into like yeah. I just need to get shit done and I'll I'll process it later. But afterwards, I had to like sit down because it was it was super freaky to see just this guy with his head basically coming yeah. off. Oh well, man, yeah. It, yeah. it's crazy. I may have told the story before, but, but my uncle uh, Gary and my grandma, uh, which you know Gary's still living in, and grandma you know, passed away years ago. But they were riding along. He was taking her to the grocery store or something, and they saw a wreck. So my uncle jumped out to help the people, and the, the, there was a little girl in the back seat screaming, hit "Mom, Mom!" You know, just screaming, and, and he looked in the front seat, and her head was mashed in. But it, he said her eyes were open and off, like one eye was. You wow! Know, but so it, killed, it killed the gun. mom. It killed the mom instantly. Yeah, but oh but twenty That's years ago, dude, and, and I still talk to him, and, and he'll bring it up from time to time. He's like. It, it still bothers me, man. Like it happened yeah. yesterday. It's like I cannot forget the, those women's eyes, man, and that kid screaming for their mom. Yeah, so that would be terrible. We gotta get happy, you know. I didn't talk to Walking Dead last week. I was not here. Yeah. And, did you record uh, your thing and add it to the feed? I, I guess you know, you did. I, 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 I uploaded it and I was like, Oh, like, holy oh, shit! Do we, do we have? Did uh, you edit that part out? At least. <laughs> no, it was there. I heard it. I heard was it? it? Yeah. I, I thought about that today. I was like, Oh my god, Matt was supposed to give me a time. And, oh my oh, god, you're I putting forgot. This on oh, me. Matt, what oh, did you wow. do, Matt? You totally screwed it up. Yeah. Did you guys hear? Uh, can you guys hear me? Did you? No, I, I forgot. Dead. Did you hear last week? We tried to get a uh, Norma to do a dramatic reading and, and just do. It wasn't anybody's fault. Just getting the music and her together was a big mess and sounded awful. So I edited together a good version. Uh, could we? I wonder if we could play that on the show. Oh, that was yeah. awesome. That was really good. Can we get that? I got it on YouTube. If uh, is, is Tiger hosting? Yes, he is. I will find I will find it in if Tiger could play the dramatic Normie reading yeah. uh, that we tried to do on the air and it just it just was not to be. It was not to, to be. be or not to be. Be. So, Sean, yeah. what do you think of the, while we're getting that ready, Sean, what do you think about the, the season finale? Did you enjoy it? You know what? I've been hard on The Walking Dead. And you know the absence of character, you know, seven point you know, the first half of season seven, I, I I bitched a lot. I complained a lot. But, yeah, that's what we do. We're media. Global yeah, that, media. I, that stuff annoys me, too, Sean. Where it's just a lot. You go episodes without seeing a character you want to see. Yeah. And it's like, what's going on? And I, I got to say. Titled Bratz. 7.5 <laughs> season, yeah. season of The Walking Dead. I, you know, we record on Mondays. 
I really missed it yesterday, dude. I was I was kind of bummed. I was like, damn, we got till October. I, I was bummed, man. I think seven point five was really good. I, I yeah. was really happy with it. And and you know the ending, the whole Sasha thing, the whole you know, dude, I thought they was gonna kill Carl. I really did. And you know, I remembered uh, about uh, the kingdom and all that, and I was like, they're gonna pop up. So you know, I was kind of expecting it, but. The way they did it, I thought was was overboard in a good way. Yeah, I, I it thought was it was good. I was hyped, yeah. but it gave you know it. You know you can't you can't change the feeling of your heart. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if something makes you happy. I mean you can't mm-hmm. listen to you, your heart. You, listen to your heart. Oh my God! That is a pretty woman. Yeah, but uh. Who sings that? I don't know. Roxette. Roxette. This is the scariest thing all episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was happy. You know, but what I was saying is like, like you can't fake true feelings. And I got to say, you know, whenever uh, Shiva came out and attacked the saviors and saved Carl, that instant good feeling of like wow moment felt yeah. good. I really enjoyed it. You know, it was, it was a badass moment. Yeah, it was a badass moment, and, and you know what? It made me feel tingly that you can't fake tingle. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it had me hype. It had me feeling good. And I was like, fuck yeah! I yeah. thought it was pretty awesome, man. So I really, really enjoyed it. You know, I think that Negan was toned down more to where I like him. It wasn't the, it, you know, all the Andrew Dice Clay moments. You know, <laughs> oh, hickory hey, dickory, oh, dumb. But, you know, rapey Davy. <laughs> <laughs> Even though they, they were done recording uh, all the season, really, probably before 7.5 started, they'd already done all them scenes. It's almost like they heard the public speak about Negan because I think I like this character. Yeah, yeah, I, I like I like Negan a lot now. Yeah, you know, I I don't I don't think it's going to be a fear, but you know what? <laughs> hey, time will tell. Time will it tell, guys. No, no, it's not going to be a fear. Well, we only got I got two months, and fear comes back, and then finally, uh, the world yes. will be saved. Iams, are you a fear watcher? Uh, well, I love fear. Uh, Walking Dead's okay, but but it, it's not a fear. Fear of the Walking Dead's got don't water. Stop. It's got a lot of cool shit. <laughs> it's got water. I think uh, I saw some sand in there. It had there was, crap. There was a house one of those episodes, I too. I, I think, don't know what happened, it? guys, but my face is sore. I must have fainted. What'd you say, <laughs> I am? <laughs> yeah, dude, it's got water. Because you yeah. fainted or because you were smiling too much? It's got it's got more in common Fear's with good, this. Man. Fear is so good, it's got more in common with this game that Bradford's about to do than actual Walking Dead does. Don't try to rope me in by linking it to my life. Bradford, are you, are you in fear? I can't. I can't. Deny I'm not in fear, but I may be in season. Are you? Are you? Pl- what? Oh my God! What if they're making a Fear the Walking Dead video game, and our very own Bradford has been cast as the voice I can't, of Travis? I can't. I can't. You know. I what can't, if you, that Sean? If, would you faint if Bradford is Travis? Guys, okay. I'm gonna read two lines, and I'm uh, not gonna tell you which game I'm in. Not Guys, okay. I got I got script from the game I'm in. I just gotta read line. I can't tell you what game I'm in though. Okay, ready? Yeah. Hey. God damn it, these pipes need unclogging. There's too oh much my shit God, oh in these my God. pipes. 
Oh my god. Get me a wrench. I gotta fix these shit pipes. Guys, that was like a BBC. Um Simpsons tapped out. (laughs) Simpsons tapped out. I'm I'm up and down with fear. Uh, fear has some really high moments, but then there's a lot of moments I I kind of yeah, lose interest. But there's some really, really good. There's some yeah, there's some good moments. I thought the last two episodes of the last season were really good. You know, you know what? The, the mom like and the last fear. ones are fantastic. Those are the ones we need at the beginning. The That's mom and fear though is like the cougar of all cougars. I mean, it's wow. <laughs> you know, what? Oh. If, I, if I ever see her in person, I'm gonna tell her I love her. She she, I saw her oil. boobies in uh, Sons of Anarchy, didn't I? No, yes, she, yes, she I, was. But not she boobies. Was, you never saw boobies in Sons of Anarchy. She was in uh, the cocksucker. Cock she was in the cock. Yeah, what was the cocksucker? Oh, swear engine cocksucker. You mean uh, Deadwood? Deadwood. That's it. All right. You know what? That guy was on Nerdist. He was on Nerdist a few weeks ago, and he says he would love to get Deadwood back. And yeah, he's got such a strong English accent. You would never know it watching Deadwood, but Deadwood was just a. It was a great show. That that and Carnival Man is two shows that went away. Carnival. If Carnival came out now, I feel like it would be one of the biggest shows. So you watched it with Nick Stahl. Yeah, I loved Carnival. I was like, we did so too. Cool. Yeah, you know what? Back then, when Carnival was out, it was an HBO show, and it was about this carnival that traveled. But like the bearded lady was. Really, the bearded lady, but there was always like a murder, or you know, it was about the it, devil too. Like it was about yeah, the yeah. The devil was with them. All these spirits and stuff. But you know, we used to watch Carnival all the time, and that was back when Hunter the Reckoning game was out. So, dude, we would me and Angie and my cousin Dawn and her husband and Russ, we would always get up all week and play Hunter the Reckoning. And Hunter the Reckoning was that, that game. Did Blizzard make it? I can't remember. I don't, I don't think I know this game. Hunter the Reckoning was a game where all four people are on the screen, and like you could be like a priest that had a crossbow uh, with uh-huh. long hair, uh, you know. But, but you would shoot these zombies and free their souls. Uh-huh. There was Hunter something. That Hunter the Reckoning was the second one, but we would play that a lot and always look forward to Carnival. And Carnival was so good, you could rewatch it and love it again. I really yep. like that show. A lot of people hated it, dude. Hated it got canceled that. pretty preemptively, but they made a like a movie, I think, to end it, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, something like I can't that. Remember? Yeah, that was really good. Did you ever watch it? Because this is your cup of tea, man. Me? Yeah. Did you ever watch Carnival on HBO? Uh, no, but I've heard of it. It does sound what? cool. I never, I never watched it. You know what it does? It sound, it sounds like a better version of Freak Show, American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a more it's a more tightly wound like freak show American horror story is just like it's like a shotgun of horror, but this was like a really well told story. Yeah, that sounds cool. How old was that? Yeah. When did that come out? Uh you know what? Like, Freeman Mommy was ago. pregnant with Ashton yeah. around that time. So it, it was at least It was 14, HBO though. It, it was fourteen years ago, because Ashton's fourteen and it, you know, it was I remember doing his room and the hunter the wreck and all that. It it was maybe thirteen, but fourteen years ago. Uh, I was thinking, like, would it be worth going back what? to watch? And I, oh, yeah. Since, what? It's an HBO four show. It has that quality to it. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's, isn't it? It's four by three. Quality. Shut up with your four by three aspect. <laughs> I can't watch that bullshit. shit, dude. I cannot watch no, uh, no screen that only takes up half of my TV, man. We got a snob on our hands, folks. But, oh, yeah, yeah, you're the guy who can't game with it. It's under 60 frames per second, or else no, it looks like dude, a... Dude, all the games I'm playing right now are like 30, dude. Uh, I can't see it. It looks blurry to me. 
Blurry face. My name is me, I remember me and Freeman, we went to Sears and they had a widescreen TV and I was like, holy shit, look at that. But it was like, you know, $4,500. And it was before, it was not high def, it was just widescreen. But I remember right around then, because DVDs were out and they had, they started making the black bar top and bottom way before the HD come out. So I, yeah. I believe Carnival was black barred. It was. So uh, it's, they, I they bet it's Yeah, I, I, I remember. Well, it's funny is when uh, we had square TVs. DVD came out, you know, before everybody had a widescreen TV. So my dad started buying. I, I planned for the future. I bought all my DVDs in widescreen because mm-hmm. I was like, someday we're going to have a widescreen TV. And I remember my dad kept buying them all in square pan and scan. He's like, I don't like them black bars. I'm going to buy them pan and scan. And I was like, Dad, I know you don't like the black bars, but I'm telling you, five years from now, you're going to have a widescreen TV, and you're going to be mad that you have all these square DVDs, I'm telling you. And sure enough, five years later, he started rebuying all the same movies, but with the, in widescreen. I was like, I told you. I told you. <laughs> you right. plan, plan ahead. You're thinking in the future, man. Now, I'm thinking five years ahead, but it paid off. Now, t- now two, uh, twice this happened to me, Ted. And I, and I know that you've done this, Ted, because you're a type of person like me when it comes to movies. You knew. Sorry, Chloe brought me some water. It was an empty cup. Go pour me some water. <laughs> Back in the kitchen. Trick booyah. Dude, I'm sorry, Dad. But, 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 Ted, I, I know you've done this before, you and your brother, right? Like, like a movie's coming out the Tuesday at midnight. So you go to Walmart. And you start seeing where they're bringing all the boxes out. And you're like, hey, man, is blowout yet? Have they put blowout? Oh, we had put all the stock out yet. You just have to wait. So you go looking through the boxes. The, the movie Blow with Johnny Depp? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I bought Blow, full screen, and Schindler's List because I was so excited about it. I went to Walmart at midnight. The guy wouldn't put the stuff out on the shelf. So me and Freeman Mommy would be like, I'd be like, there's got to be a box that says movies on it. <laughs> so we would go snooping through the boxes, you know, like they put in the aisleway, and and I have a Schindler's List now, this full screen and the damn blow because I was impatient. Did you ever do that, Ted? Though, go at midnight to the Walmart. Only, I'm gonna say something embarrassing. I, I yeah, years I've ago, I've been to many midnight gaming launches, but you know, because I'm excited about games, I can wait. I don't even buy movies anymore. Uh, the last movie I bought was, I think, The Force Awakens. Yeah, um, like I'm talking about ago? DVD. Well, VHS was still out. We're talking DVDs to where you're. You, me and Freeman would be like, oh shit, man, it's coming at midnight Tuesday. Hell yeah, you know, hey, well, I used to do that. And they would put the boxes out, and you would find it at 11 30, and you're like, oh, oh, we, can, we can't ring that the up to him. 10 more they, minutes. You, you do that, I am. Yeah, I used to do it. Uh, Monday nights, I used to go to Tower Records. Monday and, nights uh, is when it was. You're Records. right. Wow. Yeah, Monday Records. nights. The most overpriced ta- record store in the world. Yeah, but I used to go and get CDs and like DVDs like the 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 day you know get all excited get over there and yeah you'd have to wait in line and they couldn't ring you up till twelve oh one. Yeah, you you know what Tower Records we used to have a place here called Borders Borders yeah. Music mm-hmm. and you go in Borders and you you know what they would have a movie that's ten years old and never fails and Tower Records is the same way you find a DVD anywhere for. 
$9.99. It'd be $26.99 at Tower Records. That shit was so high there, man. Yeah, that's why I went on a business. Borders, border was the same way. I mean, you like I went to buy Anchorman, and it was like twenty eight ninety nine for the DVD, and I'm like, why? Yeah, who do you think they are why? charging them? First Iron Man, like thirty two dollars for a DVD, and I'm like, why? I mean, but, they but, were but, overpriced. But the first day it released, it was, there was always sales, like eleven ninety nine on the day of release. There was always sales, you know, usually. Uh, See, only Tower Records I ever really went to is the one at Downtown Disney. But we we would go to Borders all the time, and it was just like Tower Records. Mm-hmm. I love Borders, man. I, they, I think they had the best coffee. Uh, you know, I think they trumped Starbucks. But then prices, I mean, a lot of times we would meet at Borders. But like a bunch of our friends before we had kids, we would – and we still do it at Barnes & Noble. We'll be like, all right, let's everybody meet at Barnes & Noble, and everybody will go get like magazines that they like. And we'll all sit there at the Starbucks counter – Drink our drink and look at the magazines for free. And, then, you know, the kids will go around playing around the store and stuff. But we used to do that at Borders all the time. Man, I never bought nothing from there. That shit was high. Yeah, but yeah. I was going to say is the only movie I ever went out at midnight and bought was, and you're going to laugh, the only movie I ever went out and it was on VHS because it was so old ago, I went out and got Titanic <laughs> in the middle of the night. Yeah, it was, wasn't that like two VHS? Yeah, it was two tapes. It was it was that's back yet two VHS tapes. Oh man, don't let go, Ted. Don't let go. What a what a buzzkill, huh? Like, oh shit, I gotta go and switch tapes. Yeah, gotta get up it, it was, and switch tapes. Are you kidding me? I'm like, yeah, there's like more that. to this movie. Oh, I remember when it switched. I, I can remember the exact moment it switched. Was it, it's right after the iceberg hit, and uh, and one of the guys in the ship says. I believe you'll have your headlines. He says something like that, and then it just fades to black. And then and the, the same thing happens, and then when you set, put the second tape in, it starts where uh, uh, Billy Zane, he walks over to Kate Winslet and slaps her. Um, and the same thing, like the, the Lord of the Rings uh, extended editions are, they're cut in half on disc, even on disc. You gotta flip so the disc. Long. And you have to, like, yeah, you're watching half the movie, and then it's just like, uh, please insert disc two. Crazy. So, yeah. I'm, I'm one of those very like anti-Titanic. That. I don't care for a Titanic. You're anti-Titanic. Yeah. Just, you didn't go Titanic. Crazy. I'm sorry. No. Titanic is a movie. I, you know what? I could be tired on a Tuesday night, ready to go to bed. Titanic comes on, and I'll sit there and watch the whole fucking thing. My that's a good. Brother, that's a good movie. My brother loved it so much. Do you remember Leonardo's friend? His Italian Let friend. Me Fabrizio. My, Fabrizio and my brother <laughs> named my nephew after that. Don't let candidate. go, Jack. Oh, oh really? Yeah. You named your nephew? Oh, funny. Yep. So my nephew's one of my nephews. His name is Fabrizio because after, of that. After guy. that character, he that character got squashed by he, a giant smoke tower. Fell off. Did but he loved the name. He loved that character, and that's how my nephew got his name. He chuckled when I told him. He had no idea. I remember yeah, my brother giving me. No, I mean, my name is Fabrizio. Good <laughs> America, Fabrizio. Hey, speaking of names. He asked me, he's like, what should we name our son? And he gave me two choices. He said, Giovanni or Fabrizio. And I said, well, how did you come up with Fabrizio? And he's like, the character from Titanic. And I said, I like that one better. I was in the bathroom and I saw one of those sprays you spray when your shit literally smells. Fabrizio. 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 How do you go with Giovanni? I'm a huge Giovanni the Rubisi fan. He's a fine <laughs> You want to know what part I really like in Titanic? He's like, <laughs> when uh, she's uh, painted. For well, I, I'm really big on, on 
Scottish Irish, Jan McCandless Freeman, M C C A N D L E S S, Irish, Scottish. And I like it whenever he's like, you want to go to a real party? And then sitting there and the music that they're playing and then people are just throwing down having pints mm-hmm. something about that i love you know and they got the band that's got it's like a, a drum that looks like a tambourine it's like boom 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 and they're sitting there dancing around twirling and stuff yeah. I, I love that scene the music is uh irish, yeah, like irish party folk music Let's talk Every about the movie. Part. You know what? It, people like to rip on Titanic. Well, it's it's still the second highest Christmas movie ever. But I'll tell you what, it's a good movie. Everybody likes that is. movie. It holds up because I watched it for the first time in a long time on Netflix like a year ago, and I was like, it's cheesy, and some of the acting is terrible, and some of the effects don't hold up. But at the end of the day, I was like, that's still a good movie. Some movies don't hold up. You watch them now, and they're piles of garbage. You get a lumpy but, throat still. I do. But I mean, how do you yell at Rose? Wasn't that her name? Why did you throw the stupid thing back in the ocean? That's what I'm saying. That That's bullshit. Donate she, she that threw, to somebody. She, she threw a right? $20, $20 million uh, necklace in the, that they could have used to like. She didn't know it was $20, though, or $20, $20 million. $20 million. million. They could have with that. The oh, worst dude. part of it is the acting when she drops it. Uh, uh, that, I thought that was terrible. That's terrible. They should have reshot that scene. She and not to mention the, the soundtrack. What, what it? Who's on the soundtrack? Celine Dion? No, wait, that was Whitney Houston, sorry. <laughs> my life, my heart will go well. Canada, baby, Canada. That's right. Celine. Celine Dion. <laughs> oh, I heard, heard Normie did this awesome thing. Oh, yeah, she did this awesome thing that we were going to play like 20 minutes ago. We didn't. Let's play it. Play it. Hey, this is Normie from ZombieCast. I'm going to do this uh, dramatically. That's my Vera voice. was made a long time ago, before any of us knew each other, when we were all strangers who would have just passed each other on the street before the world ended. And now, we mean everything to each other. You were in trouble. You were trapped. Glenn didn't know you, but he helped you. He put himself in danger for you. And that started it all. From Atlanta, to my daddy's farm, to the prison to here, to this moment now, not as strangers, as family, because Glenn chose to be there for you that day a long time ago. That was the decision that changed everything. It started with both of you, and it just grew to all of us to sacrifice for each other, to suffer and stand, to grieve, to give, to love, to live, to fight for each other. Glenn made the decision right. I was just following his lead. Wow. That's good. Now, now Matt, as, they, as a professional voice actor, are you highly intimidated when you hear that? I, got, what? I get chills. I get chills. I'm from it. Uh, that's beautiful. <laughs> I like it. Now, do a, a Titanic one. Do, do uh, a. Uh, it Jack, you're an idiot. Of, it was called The Ship of Dreams, <laughs> and it was. It really was. <laughs> that was. That was good, Normie. Well, thank you. That was very kind. Okay, of- okay um, call me stupid. I mean, for one, call me stupid. stupid. Okay, but is that is that like a letter stupid. to the unborn child or what? No, that was at the end of the towards the end of the episode was Maggie's little pep talk for everything that they were doing. But it sounds like it sounds like a something she sang to her unborn child to me. She was sending it to Rick. Where's she? All right, Ted, yeah. you have homework. She's like, come on, Rick. She said, uh, she said, you, uh, um, it says, uh, 
What did you say? Like, like Glenn helped you? Didn't know Glenn you, but he helped you? Yeah. yeah or, did she could... say, or did she say Rick? Play it again, Tiger Hall. Because it sounds like that. And she's saying, like, it started with the two of you, right? Like, uh, I don't know. And this is Norma doing what line is it? Maggie's lines? Yes. Yeah. From The Walking Dead. Play it, Tiger. The decision was made a long time ago, before any of us knew each other, when we were all strangers who would have just passed each other on the street before the world ended. And now, we mean everything to each other. You were in trouble. You were trapped. Glenn didn't know you, but he helped you. He put himself in danger for you. And that started it all. From yeah, like you. to my daddy's farm, to the prison, to here, to this moment now, not as strangers. Excuse me. That was the decision that changed <laughs> everything. It started with both of you, and it just grew to all of us to sacrifice, to suffer and stand, to grieve, to give, to love, to live, to fight for each other. Glenn made the decision right. I was just following his lead. Glenn made the de- Samwise yeah. made the decision, Frodo. Right. Hey guys, I'm alive. It's Glenn. I'm no, alive. Frodo. Frodo. Guys, Frodo. I've been chilling under this dumpster for a while now. <laughs> that was, that was my twin. That was a Glenn guy. Yeah. You think all Asians look alike? You jerks. Yeah. <laughs> you, you got homework. You know, you, you know what you need no, to do I really with don't. this week. You know what you need to do with Norma this week. No. Rebel- Revelations. Whenever they pour the first seal into the ocean, when the angels come down, and the five oh, a series the- where you get Norman to dramatically read things and puts puts uh, sad music to it. There you yep. go. Revelations of. I'm sure Ted has many more important things to do than that. What, what about, about Psalm I, I sixty nine? What about Psalm sixty nine? <laughs> what about like no, what's some what's some good movie dial? What's a great like bummer bummer movie that she could uh. Walk through the valley of the shadow of death. And things I hate about you. <laughs> oh, 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 what about the, the, what about the speech? What about the speech in Rocky Six when he says, it's not how hard you hit, it's how hard you get it. Read that. What about Rocky Five? Come on, Bush. I'm going yeah, to uh, find the in- Rocky Six inspirational speech. I want you to read it, Norma, right here, if I can find it. Oh, boy. If I can find it in written- <laughs> Adrian, I can do a uh, New York accent. I hear no bell. Okay, Norma, wait. You know what? Oh, I found geez. it. This is trouble. You were in trouble. You were trapped. I'm trouble. Hey, you know what? Did Ted, did you end up seeing Train to Busan? Not yet. I have it in my queue. Okay. Um, I watched it yesterday. What it movie. was actually really good. I never at one point I'm like, when is, well, there was a point I'm like, man, this just doesn't end. But like. Yeah. And no matter where it was, it, if it ended where you know where I'm like, okay, is it over yet? It would have totally not satisfied the zombie palette. So I thought it was actually a pretty well done movie. Well, do uh, Norma, Norma, I, I, sent, I just sent you a JPEG with the with the Rocky speech. Can you read that for us? We want to get inspired. Oh boy. I sent it directly to you on Skype. On Skype? Okay. Yeah. Let me see. There you are. <laughs> Freaks like I should read Silent Bob's monologue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about chasing Amy. That's funny. Chasing Amy is a great movie. He that's always like, has one, a one lot little to say. Scene, right? He always has one scene where he says something profound. I don't even remember how he says it. Okay, are you ready? I'm gonna try yeah, my best. I'm so excited about this. 
Oh, don't be excited. Cause I'll probably what is it? it? What are you reading? It's the, it's a Rocky Balboa's inspirational speech in Rocky Six. All right, here we go. In here three, go. two. Somewhere along the line, you changed. You stopped being you. You let people stick a finger in your face and tell you that you're no good. And when things got hard, you started looking for something to blame, like a big shadow. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are. It will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit it. It's about how hard you can get it hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. And if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that. And that ain't you. You're better than that. Oh, wow. I'm so inspired. Stallone said it better. Yes, he did. I'm sure he did. It ain't all sunshine and rainbows. Oh, wait, let me get some cotton balls in my mouth and we could try yeah, it. Nobody hits hard as life. I try a Rocky one. Try hit. it. Yeah, I didn't hit no bow. Do it, do it, Matt. Three, uh, two. I, no, I, need, I need a monologue to do. Ted, give me a gonna... uh, Rocky or uh, Rambo monologue. And then we're going to do Ted doing uh, Maggie uh, freestyle because <laughs> he nails it. Oh, should I should I read the uh, oh oh Norma? Do you have the, the 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 text of that Maggie speech, and I can read it with my Maggie impression? Sure, let me find it. Do it, Matt. Three. I don't have you it. Have I it. don't have a model. Oh, okay. Well, okay, I'll send you. Oh, wait, I'm Matt. I'll send you the uh, Canadian version uh, translation. This, I think there was an inspirational speech in Dudley Do Right he gave. <laughs> I'm almost sure I saved it, so let me find it. That's the Rocky one you sent. Yeah, again. there it is. Yo, I didn't hear no bell. Okay. So along the line, you Ted, I'm going to um, tag you on this. Okay. Oh, actually, I can send us a message. Adrian! Adrian! <laughs> Come on, Pudge. Touch me, not Sue. Come on, punk. Touch me, not Sue. <laughs> you remember that? That was a work. <laughs> Sue me for what? Okay. There it goes. Where'd you somebody, send it on? Can somebody um, post some Eric, menace to society so quotes? In our chat. Oh, we got a picture in chat. There, there you go. Uh, this chat could not be loaded. Can you just copy and paste it? Just copy the, the text and paste it to me in Skype? Uh, what a pain. Okay. Um, actually, I found it on Facebook. So I'm going to put it to you. I'm going to uh, do this and put you your name. Tag your name. Okay. I think this could be the best way. <laughs> my name is Blurry Face and I care what you think. Oh, gosh. It's in my head. Okay, what did I say, Ted Brown? Your name is not Ted Brown. Ted, Ted Brace. There you go. Okay, I just tagged you. Oh, I just tagged you. So, I, don't yeah. no, I don't see no notification. You better look. Go look at your phone, Ted. I, I'm you know looking what? at Facebook right now. I ain't seen no notification. I tagged you. I tagged you. Yeah, it's something's wrong as I ain't seen on notification. Piece of crap. Let's try it again. Let's try it again. Oh, oh wait. My God. You wouldn't want me to hear that, me sing that. You were. 
I'm actually going to see them in concert this summer. Did I just lose brownie points? Here, read this, uh, Normie. Oh, boy. No F-bombs, Sean. Yeah, there's no F-bombs in there. Okay. <laughs> I got to find where you put it in our little... Oh, it's on, it's on Skype. Yep, yep. I see it. Uh, excuse me. Let me... Oh, can I make it bigger? Hold a second. Because I got to see well. Okay, here we go. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Okay, what's the tone of this? Give me a background. Uh, gangster right. movie about gangs, young gangsters. And how do read you it in Normie voice? You got the juice. I got the juice. Yeah, read it in Normie voice. How do you say Make it name? sound chipper? Lennon? Make it sound happy. Eileen's? Uh, Eileen's? Okay, well, let's try Lena's. Well, maybe it's Lena's. Lena's, maybe. Okay, ready? Yeah. Yeah. After stomping Lena's cousin like that, I knew I was going to have to deal with that fool someday. Damn. I never thought he'd come back like this, blasting. Like I said, it was funny like that in the hood sometimes. I mean, you never knew what was going to happen or when. I'd done too much to turn back, and I'd done too much to go on. I guess in the end, it all catches up with you. My grandpa asked me one time if I care whether I live or die. Yeah, I do. Now it's too yeah. late. <laughs> there you go. <clears throat> Funny like that in the hood sometimes. It's I'm trying funny. to think of like I'm trying to think of movie speeches people give that are like from like re- really bad movies. So it's like funny when you start reading it and you're like, what is this? Oh, this is a great speech from from Hellraiser Nine. Find the the, the stuff that uh um ah uh, <laughs> Lou Temple says in uh what was that last movie he did? Oh, in um the devil not the devil's rejects the other one. Thirty one. Thirty one. He yeah. says all that crazy shit. Lou Temple was an insane. Yeah, Lou Temple was like the best. Th- him and the he was him and the main guy were the best things in the movie. And Lou Temple was on screen for like six minutes. Yeah, and you're that like that movie, that movie that suffered big time due to a lack of the Lou Temple character because I didn't think it awesome. suffered at all. I actually liked it a lot. Yeah. Did it work, Ted? Did you get it? No, I didn't get it. I just BS. I was. It, are you are you looking on Facebook? Yes, I'm looking on Facebook. All right, it. let's try it this way. Trying to think of another great movie speech. Let's try it this way. No quiet airtime. I hate quiet airtime. It drives me nuts. Am I like super anal? Maybe. Mm, hey, there we go. Here we go. I did it. I think I figured it out. Let's try it. <laughs> super anal. Super anal for the sky. Look at this. Cape. It's a turd. It's a, it's a turd. It's a plane. It's super Yeah, you had a gory kind of story. Not Faster like than an bone showing, but I was thinking of you. than a taco dinner. It's super <laughs> Oh, Lord. Ow. What story did I have? The one of your cat when she, like, totally destroyed your hand. Well, that's not. No, that's not that's scary, though. That's, that's it. I put a ring on, but I'm... It's I've told that enough times on the show. You are a Jesus. <laughs> and if you're listening, this is the after-season Walking Dead uh, zombie cast. Yeah, absolutely. A little more loose loose form. Yeah, it's oh, fine. It's just, just people hanging out. Friends hanging out. I'm not your friend. Freak oh, wants me to read I'm something. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I need to... Ow. Nope. Too late. You already declared no friendship. Oh, yeah, cool. All right, I didn't want you as a friend anyways. Fuck that. Oh, dude. no. Fuck you and you're under this wall. No, no, game. no. 
Makeup. I, think it's I don't like Little this. Mermaid. Too much dress. <laughs> Little, Little Mermaid. Mermaid. Little Mermaid. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> Little Mermaid. It's the update of Little Mermaid where there's all this debris and shit in the water because people pollute. Yeah, it's the ecologically conscious Little Mermaid. What happens in real world, man? Is yeah. Little Debr- Mermaid a tranny in that? <laughs> is Little Mermaid an autistic tranny? Is that because yeah. that's what they do with everything now? And and she's in a little underwater wheelchair. <laughs> she doesn't have fins. Her fins don't work. She, I guarantee you, the little, the little Mermaid, she'll be an autistic transgender. Yeah, she she wanted to go back to the sea, but her but her uh, fins never came back. So she's like, "Fuck! I guess I got to get in this this weighted wheelchair to keep me at the bottom." <laughs> she rolls around the bottom. Isn't of the everybody? Season. Isn't everything? Everybody's autistic now. They, that's like a thing. Like they said, some Metro and fetishized. Actually, everyone's autistic. autistic. And now in, like, the new Power Rangers movie, they just randomly out of nowhere, one of the characters is like, I'm on the spectrum. Just I for feel like it's, autistic it's is a new enough. word for, like, kind of weird. Like, writers are using autistic for, like, hey, he's kind of quirky. He must be autistic. Mm. Like, like, they're just – it's because like Sheldon that. or Every Abed. kid could classify as autistic these days. Right. Everyone if you read the definition. Yeah. <laughs> but, there, I mean, there's just so many different levels. So, I don't know. You know, just – I don't know. I don't know all the details. But still, yeah, just, you know, we're all quirky in our own way. It doesn't necessarily mean that we're autistic. Right. Mm-hmm. I do mm-hmm. like that. Except for Iams. Hey, you guys. Hey, you guys. Looking, have you ever heard of the book Hostage to the Devil? No. It's a new, uh, news story. It says The Exorcist Inspired Hostage to the Devil being adapted into film. It says, Blood discussed to learn that the entertain, uh, that uh, Pension Entertainment has announced that they have picked up all film and TV rights to the critically acclaimed New York Times and Amazon best-selling book, Hostage to the Devil, The Possession of Exorcism of Five Contemporary Americans by Father Malaki Martin. And yeah, plans for film and series movie adaptation. Movie. Shouldn't his name be Father Malarkey? Because that sounds like a load of bullshit. <laughs> Malachi says, uh, th- th- well, this is a bloody disgusting.com. Uh, it says, originally published in 1976, Hostage to the Devil was sold well over a million copies worldwide. Now in ebook format, this chilling nonfiction account of possession and exorcism in modern American America has been embraced by the whole new generation of readers, even inspiring a 2016 feature-length documentary. The multiple projects based on the book will be produced by Aaron Eggers, Jason Hudson, and Matthew Porter for Pension or whatever. So, I don't know. I know you like The Exorcist a lot. I do love The Exorcist. Exorcist Exorcist. Exorcist is what I would refer to as a perfect movie. And if you do not like it, then you're uh, probably autistic. I don't think I've ever actually watched the whole thing, to be honest. <laughs> Exorcist is great. If you, it's probably outdated for you. If you mommy watched it, she was like, what? What? Mm. I don't, I don't take uh, recommendations from Ted anymore because I, uh, I watched Moonlight, and that was not a good movie. <laughs> uh, it only won the Academy Award for Best Picture. Yeah, because uh, you know that's not a benchmark. Yeah, because they're doing this thing nowadays. Like, okay, let's make this black guy gay. Okay, take take black guy gay out of the movie. Just take it take it for like a love story or a life story. It was not a good movie, man. It wasn't. Yeah, no, I think it's not a good I movie. Great. I thought it was, was it great. Slow or like what? Why do? Why was it not a good movie? It's just boring and and none of it really matters. 
It was a Dana Life movie. It was a Dana. Okay, I understand. I like the list. Okay, we need to make something for the Oscars. What are some? What times, are okay, we times. Can do? Think about what you're saying. The movie was about a black gay man. You can't say you don't like it, or else you're bigot. Okay, so think about what you're oh, saying. Oh no, that's terrible. We can't. La la la. Was robbed. La la la. I like. I actually thought La La Land was okay. So I have one more to read. Uh, well, I recommended Train to Busan. Did you like it? I haven't seen it. I thought I, I was. Uh, I was I moved by Moonlight. I thought it was great. All right, let me do this one reading. Okay. Okay. I like this the is from freaking chat. You like the scene where the dude gives the other dude a handy? Admit it. Well, yeah, that was a great scene on the beach. Yes. Read that scene. Norma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. where the dude gives the other dude a handy. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> and then the moonlight made the black skin look blue. You know That's the best why. part about that scene is he got the hand job and then he apologized for it. <laughs> it was great. Why? Like he got a hand job and then he said sorry. Why? Like, the guy's like, why are you sorry? Were they not sharing a moment together? Norma, as a hot babe in high school, did dudes ever apologize to you? <laughs> <laughs> this is danger, Will Robinson. Danger. I will <laughs> not answer that question. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'd like to apologize to uh, Norma, uh, Norma's husband, and all the <laughs> listeners, and to uh, Jeep Baby Jesus because that was me. That was uh, across the line. I'm sorry. <laughs> right, was so awesome, can I read this? Because it's kind of think... along Ted's lines. Here we go. Freak, this is for you. And I'm going to say some words, so forgive me. Here we go. Damn it, this always happens. I think I'm going to score, and then I never score. It's not fair. We traveled 100 miles because we thought we'd score. We'll (laughs) never score. We'll just get old like these people, but they probably scored. This This chick's a slut. This guy's old, but he probably scored a million times. But not us. We're never going to score. This sounds familiar. What is that? I don't know. Freak, tell us. Where's that from? <laughs> Where is that? Where is that? Uh, the line, oh, but, uh, this guy's a million, it's probably scored a million times. Uh, that, I've heard that somewhere. I, think, I know this movie. Yeah, it's got to be like an old 80s movie. All right, I'm going to send you some, Norma. You got to read mine. You've read everybody else. You, you got to read mine, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid. Sean read all Freeman that. Is the best. Sean Freeman is the best. Yeah, read it. In the- yeah. Fear, Read the it, Dead is, Fear the Walking Dead is the best show ever. Four score <laughs> and seven years ago, and then it's gonna be a, it's gonna be uh, a speech by Abraham Lincoln. He edited it and said, uh, "Fear is the best show ever." <laughs> this is like a whole novel. <laughs> Let me reread this. You guys keep talking because I gotta see first. No, read it. Read it. <laughs> I don't even know one of those words. What read is it. that word? Read it. Read it, Norma. Read it. You got to read it as you go. We want natural. Read it. Oh, read it. All right. it. I might have to stop. And read if you... it. Okay, here we go. Here we read go. Read it. Denise's... <laughs> you got to do it all. You got to read it all. All of it? Oh, dear Lord. This is going to be bad. Denise sees the fleas. Denise sees the fleas. At least Denise could sneeze and fees the freeze the fleas. Koi knows pseudo noise codes. Sheena leads, Sheila needs. The 33 thieves thought that they thrilled the throne throughout <laughs> Thursday. 
Something in a 30-acre thermal thicket of thorns and thistles thumped and thundered, threatening the 3D thoughts of Matthew the thug. Although theoretically, I can't even say that word. I'm skipping that. Thank you. It was only the 13. Thousand thistles and thorns through the underneath of his thigh that the 30-year-old thug thought of this morning. <laughs> Fuck me, Thopatath. That was good. Crazy. The better than I could have done. But you know what? I've read a lot of Dr. Seuss books. I read them really fast. So I have, I'm not too bad with tongue twisters. As long as I'm reading them. So, yeah, there you go. Daddy, Daddy I've seen the fleas. Daddy, I can see the fleas. I can see the fleas. Can't you see the fleas, Daddy? <laughs> The fleas, the fleas. John, John, John Hammond, Jurassic Park. The fleas, Jurassic Park. The fleas. Speaking of a movie, I was, I was losing my mind when it came out on video t- on VHS. Jurassic Park, man. Holy oh shit. yeah, I remember looking at the the advertisements at Blockbuster for like months before it came out. Get your pre-orders in. Get your pre-orders in. Waiting for that shit. I remember I was kind of late to seeing it in the theater. Like everybody saw it, then I didn't see it. I was like a little kid, but I didn't, I didn't see it for like a month after it came out. And I was like, that was one of those movies. It happens a lot when you're a kid, but the first time I saw it, it was the greatest movie I'd ever seen. Like, yeah. I was like, I almost wanted to cry at the end. I was obsessed with it. Like That like, music, uh, man. The music is yeah. perfect. I love the Jurassic Park music. It, 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 was, it was like that defining movie that, like, as a kid, like, changed the way I look at movies. Like, oh my god. Look yeah, at that me. was a pretty milestone movie for me, too. Especially the theater experience. Yeah. Like, seeing yeah. those dinosaurs for the first time. They hold up, man. I saw Jurassic Park oh, on yeah. TV. And, like, they still, after all these years, that CGI holds up. Jurassic yeah, I saw, I saw it two years ago. Jurassic Park 3. It does. <laughs> they brought it to the IMAX theater two years ago. And I re-saw, I went and saw it again. And it was just as good. The, the CGI, besides when you see, like, the brontosauruses on that one patch, like, in the distance... Yeah. Uh, that was kind of bad, but uh, all that stuff, man, hold, it holds up. You know, it doesn't hold up. It's Toy Story. <laughs> I saw Toy Story, the original one, the other day. I'm like, I, I, it's better in my memory. It doesn't hold up. Oh wow. Well, just the the animation. Like you're so used to like just like perfect animation Amazing from Pixar stuff. now, but this yeah. looks like cutscene <laughs> PS2 era animation compared to. <laughs> I saw else. yeah, I saw that in the theater. I saw the first Toy Story in the theater. Oh yeah, uh, I saw everyone. Saw movies Stories. nowadays. Jurassic Park gave me nightmares for years. I was in my 30s till I was able to sit down and watch it again. You were, your, you were in your 30s when you saw Jurassic Park? No, no. You just like, turned 60 I finally this year? watched it. Yeah, I did turn 60. <laughs> you know, what? like, movies nowadays are phenomenal. Like, the, the quality that you get out of, out of even just, like, independent movies is fucking mm-hmm. fantastic right now. But it seems like movies now... To me, I don't know if it's me personally, but I don't feel like ever sitting down and watching a movie twice. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay, let's let's be real. I mean, Sean talked about that a little while back, about superhero movies and all these. Those movies are great spectacles, but I, I immediately forget them. And there's a lot of movies that I immediately forget these days. And very few movies where I'm like, oh, like Under Under the Skin on Netflix is one of my favorite movies last year, and no one was talking about it. Oh, you know, I, I couldn't get, I didn't get through that. I got through like 20 minutes of it. Is okay. it actually good? Oh, I, I just, the tone of it, like the music, it's, it's, it's Scarlett Johansson. She played, well, I don't want to oh, ruin yeah, it. So, yeah. but it's just so well filmed and it's, it's so unsettling and just, but I mean, I, I'll go to see the Doc Strange. I'll go to see this new Thor movie, but I couldn't tell you what happened in, you know, <laughs> Civil War. I, I, I tend to confuse them. Although Civil War is one of my favorites. I gotta, I gotta say that I'm, you know, I, I like the Marvel movies as much as anybody. I don't obsess over them. I don't get excited at all to see them. I, they're movies I will watch, but I don't really care. 
But that new Thor movie looks fucking badass. It looks really, like Guardians I, of the Galaxy, right? They're they're going for that tone, looks, the neon. Yeah, yeah but the, I, I think the, the application of one of the greatest songs ever, Im- the immigrant song in there and everything, yeah. I was yeah. like, this movie, this movie looks, this looks to me a movie I want to watch more than any of the last five. We're friends from work. Yeah, it looks fun. It looks like they're just Marvel having movie. a ton of fun. Like the, that, It looks that like a Guardians cool. of the Galaxy movie. Yeah, that part looked cool, but I don't, I don't. I guess it's Thor. I never really cared for the Thor movies, so I I went into the watching the trailer with that in mind. So I'm like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like this. When when Hulk comes out, that looks freaking awesome. You yeah. know what they should use? Let the bodies hit the Thor. <laughs> Let the bodies hit the Thor. I like, I like. I always liked Thor more than Iron Man and the rest of them. I, I thought it was funnier, but I, I like the, the immigrant song's perfect because that song. If you read the lyrics, it's almost like they're reading. They're singing about Thor because yeah. the lyrics are like like. Like, uh, they sing about uh, the hammer that will drive our ships to new lands, and that, yeah. like, they're singing about Valhalla and all this stuff like that. It's like, we are your overlords. And then, oh, he says, hammer of the gods will drive our ships to new lands, we'll fight the <laughs> horde, sing and cry, Valhalla, something about Valhalla. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like it's about Thor. Oh, and that's what I like Led Zeppelin. Like, their song, uh, Ramble On, was about Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah, that's right. Read the lyrics. It's like in the darkest I met a girl so but Gollum, the evil one. I think it's also just about doing lots of drugs and making any lyrics that come. Gollum, the evil one. I do my best work when I'm high on drugs. Really? No. We got all of Led Zeppelin's greatest songs. All ass movies. I think of the facts of life episode where was it Blair that was drinking I did that when I was blitz or drunk the best job of my life I like when Leo DiCaprio was on Family Ties Norma Family uh, Ties I remember him on no, growing, um, pains. That's right. growing pains yep yeah. last week you guys were talking last week you guys talked about that epic 90210 episode where the kid gets accidentally <laughs> shot that should have scarred me my whole entire life how, how real that was when I was young it yeah, was they, real they really like pump that up it. too. They really yeah. like stretch that out. That whole uh, getting shot kid thing. Yeah. And you, you know what? Whenever y'all was talking about that and Tim's like, man, I was watching it with my brother or whatever. I was with Freeman mommy when all that was going on, guys. I was getting it then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Me and Freeman like, mommy used to watch Nine Two One Zero all the time. But when it came back, like Tiffany Amber Thiessen and was it Nine Two One Zero and chill for you guys, basically. Yeah. Yeah, who was it? it? It was good there at the end. I know, I know it got kind of crazy, but I can't remember everything. It's the peach. Have you ever been to the peach pit? I mean, you're in Los Angeles, Ted. They have no. a real peach pit. There's an actual peach pit. Well, they were outside and it was a building there, so I'm I sure something. <laughs> I don't think that was real. I, I do remember the line that always affected me though was when his, after his friend shot himself, Brian Austin Green was like yelling. He's like, "You didn't have to see your best friend shoot himself in the stomach and bleed all over his dad's rug." He said something like that, and I was like, oh, and, oh, and wow. I was like thirteen or twelve when I saw that. It really did affect, affect me. Whenever, whenever I hear a story on the news about a, a, a child or somebody getting a hold of gun, a gun that wasn't locked properly, I always the first thing that pops in my head is that nine hundred two hundred episode every time. Every single time. Well, they, did you ever see HBO used to have these like these kids specials that I used to watch, and they had one like called a, uh, uh, it was called like 
somebody had to be Billy or something like that, and it was about a kid who had AIDS. Um, but then there was one we used to watch that they showed Wait. a lot. I remember with Lucas Haas in it. Well, well, they had one that I had a kid, that. a kid who got who got his brains blown out, and his it, 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 the whole thing was about these four kids playing. And I can't remember what it was called, but they were playing, and it ended with they were playing in their dad's house, and they found the gun in the closet, and they started playing with it, and one mm-hmm. of the kids blows the other kid's head off. What? And it, that's how it, it's like a family special about. And at the end, like. The grandmother comes in. It's all sad because the kids land there dead and the cops are there. She's like, I was going to take you today to buy you a brand new coat. And then G.I. Joe the- comes down and goes, learning is half the battle. G.I. Joe. <laughs> I don't yeah, remember now, that now one. So I remember sense. Lucas Haas with a little boy that had AIDS. And then I remember David in the bubble. The boy in the bubble. Do you remember oh, that boy. one? With John Travolta. Was I can't remember who was in it. John but that wasn't was it John Travolta? That was the other one. The other movie that I would love to watch that was sad but just like what you know, like heart wrenching. And I loved watching sad movies like that. Oh, I love sad movies. Even Dragnet. Well not Dragnet, um Cloak and Dagger. Like the I ending was so sad but still so fil- fulfilling in a weird kind of way. I don't know. I just like all those old kind of movies. Oh, it was the, the one with the kid with AIDS was Somebody Had to Be Benny is the one with the kid with AIDS. I'm trying to find the name. It, it was uh, Life Stories, Families in Crisis. HBO, Life Stories, Families in Crisis. I do know that the Lucas Haas story was actually based on a true story because they tell you at the end the pictures of the little boy and and stuff and when that all happened. But it, that this, was, one was, this, well, this one was called The Last Day in the Life of Brian Darling. Okay. Yeah, and it was about a ten-year-old boy who accidentally gets killed, gets shot in the head. That was the one that always stuck out to me. Wow. What about the champ? You remember the champ? About get the up, boxer. With... Get up, champ! Come on, champ! Get up! Get up, champ! The, the, Ricky, the Ricky Schroeder. Familiar. Yeah. yeah. Ricky Schroeder. Yeah. Come on, champ! And John Voight. Spoiler: the They they kill his ass at the end. They knock his kills dad with a punch. She's like, get up, get up, champ! Get up! Come on, isn't champ! John, isn't John Voight the dad? It might be, yeah. Wow, forgot all about that one. That's crazy. You know who his daughter is? Yeah, yeah. Angelina Jolie. That's crazy. Crazy. But very strange. <laughs> That's crazy. Strange. At least they used to be. Um, they used to be all huggy and lovey. They they had it falling out at some point or another. Um, but I don't know. His blood too. She's really short, ain't she? She's tiny, but she's also like she looks like she would be tall. But her and Brad Pitt, I think, are really, really little people. Yeah, dude. Oh, uh, Wanted that movie, Wanted. Oh man, she's fucking hot. <laughs> I liked her in Gia, and in um, uh, oh crap. Was that I, like push, just... I like pushing ten. What was no? What was the movie where they're like all computer people? Hackers, hackers. I think Gia was the movie everybody first really noticed her in because she won a, a Golden Globe for it. And I remember the first time I ever saw her was at the Golden Globes. And I was like, who the hell is that? Uh, did you ever see Pushing 10 with John Cusack, uh, yeah. Angelina Jolie, and Billy Bob Thornton? I and did they, see that. They were uh, air traffic, air traffic controllers. controllers. Yeah. Have you ever seen that, Matt? Pushing 10? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Why not Pushing 9? Pushing 10. Have you ever seen it? Pushing Jim. No, I haven't seen Pushing Jim. <laughs> like training day. 
<laughs> you ever have your push in? You ever have your shit pushed in? <laughs> you ever get your shit pushed in? <laughs> you know who was in that scene, Matt? You know who was uh, in that scene? Oh, no, not Travis. Yeah, Travis. Another, another shit scene. Fear, yeah. Fear the Walking Dead was in that. Yeah, another shit yeah, scene. Yeah, motherfucker. Travis was in plugs in the bath. The bathtub plugs. That's his thing. Hey, Johnny Depp said it best in blow. He's El Padrino. Pablo El Escobar. Padrino, the Godfather. Hey, that was a good Netflix series, by the way. What? Um, The Pablo Escobar story. Narcos? Oh, yeah. Am I the only one here that hates comic? All this. I, I can't watch none of them comic book things on Netflix. God. I like those. I think those are the I, like, I hate them. God. Oh, I like, like watching Like uh, Luke Cage and all that stuff. Superpower. Why do you hate They're actually down to earth. I don't. I don't like so weird. Books, so. so you like you like fear, but you won't want give it a chance because they're more dramatic than they are hokey superhero stuff. They're like, they're really well told stories. I think I haven't watched Luke Cage or Iron Fist. I've just heard a lot of mixed things about it, and I, I know I wanted to. I need to be like powerful. Legion was freaking fantastic. I need to watch amazing. that. Legion was Legion. Don't go in with thinking it's a superhero show because it is such a well directed. It's such a trippy show. Yeah, so you, you feel like yeah. you're on drugs. Literally, feel yeah. like you're on drugs. But just the directing style, like it's it's an X Men show. But every time I'm thinking, like this is way too stylish and like cerebral to be an X Men show. It feels like it's just a very trippy, well told show. It's really Those audio edits, dude. That yeah. one audio edit where they go deaf for a little while, and you feel like you're deaf as a listener. <laughs> just like there was a Benicio del Toro. Was he in it? Just like when he was in his like little ice. Like mind prison thing. Who was that guy? That actor was so. He looks just like him, huh? Yeah, but just that his monologue at the beginning of the episode was just so. It, it feels like Kubrick. It feels like Kubrick and Cronenberg and like just you know those type of like shows that are just Twin Peaks ish, just really weird. It was such well done. I love Legion. Yeah, Legion was freaking fantastic. Sean, you'd, you'd really dig Legion. I think Ted. I think everyone on this Norma. It doesn't uh, feel like it I does not feel like X Men. I tried because watching it's all some about X Men world, and I love the X Men world. But it's not even like it, it's X Men only by like it reminds <laughs> you sometimes it's an X Men thing. <laughs> only if you're a real fan, like yeah, it's not. Yeah. It doesn't straight up come up and come out and say like, "Oh, this is Professor X's son." It like never really says that. No. You said you tried to watch it, Sean. Uh, we tried to watch uh, the blind one. Uh, Daredevil. Oh, Daredevil. Daredevil. And I was like, man, I, I don't know, man. I thought you watched the robot guy, Iron Man. They're, they're cheesy, man. <laughs> I watch them and I... It's cheesy. like watching Doctor Who. What is cheesy, Sean? Yeah, it's you like watching Doctor Who when I was a kid. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> you can't pedal through the left and see a show is cheesy, Sean. You don't, you don't get to be that stylish judge. <laughs> You know what, Sean? You might like Jessica Jones. That's a banal right in your face. That is a really so like a more of a mystery detective. Mystery. Joe Grave is like one of the the the. It's got to be my favorite villain of all time, man. There's no way you could combat that. It's just he tells you to sit on a bed and sit there Maybe. forever. You're stuck on a bed sitting there forever. Like, like I like Guardians of the Galaxy, but you can put me. I could go watch the Avengers, and I'm like. Uh, Captain yeah. America's in it. I saw it's, it. Uh, it's the, it's I don't know nothing else. It's the costumes that make it cheesy. I think Guardians. I love most of all because it was its own 
I felt it was just like a, a movie that just wanted to have fun, not trying to tie into a 20-year universe and and take itself too seriously. I loved Guardians of the Galaxy. It was just a fun movie-going experience. I yeah. mean, and it also, the nice thing is, like, you know, Chris Pratt plays a person that's just a human yeah. that doesn't have, like, any supernatural powers or isn't, like, highly intelligent and can build these incredible yeah. um, machinery. So that's that's what's nice about Guardian. You know what I mean? Like, he's he's got a weakness. You know, it's not like Batman who has all this money in the world and can make up all these incredible gadgets or pay somebody right. to do yeah. it. So I think that's yeah. what makes Guardians that much more attractive. And it starts attractive. off with them in that little cave thing and he's just kicking little lizard little aliens and it's it's, it's just fun. fun. It's, yeah. yeah, it's fun. And he's just Chris I'm Chris Pratt in space, deal with it. <laughs> we should get to our uh, crap wrap up show. Up. Oh shit. The wrap up show. Is that a wrap up show? Wrap it wrap wrap up. up. Wrap it up, son. Wrap son. Up. son. Double wrap. That's you know what? I wait, 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 here. wait, wait. I want to make a statement here. Uh-uh. Do it. Y'all were talking names on last week's episode. You're like, what money is Frederica? Who said that? What? Who the fuck said that? Fred- said y'all what? Were names or something. And somebody was talking about Fred- Frederica. Frederica? Frederica? Who was it? What was the context, though? Yeah, what yeah, were yeah. you saying? I don't know, but, but I, I can't remember. I have to re- re-listen to it, but it made me laugh. Y'all was like, oh, it's like me saying I'm Fred Reek or something. Oh, it's because we found out that Norma was Alice or something in high oh, school. I forgot about and that. Somebody and somebody my real name about- is Frederica or something. <laughs> yeah, and that made me laugh because that's my fucking name. <laughs> is it Frederico, really? <laughs> my name is Frederick. Frederick Schoen. Oh. <laughs> is it? Fred? Yep, Frederick. That changes everything. Yeah. Freddie. Freddie. Freddie, Freddie, Freddie Shaw Freeman. My name is Freddie Shaw Freeman. I like Freddie Freeman. That's fucking badass, dude. Why'd you know? Freddie my grandpa's name was Fred McCandless. Frederick McCandless. They called him Fred, and I'm Frederick Schoen. And my son is Ashton Schoen. We didn't want to junior. So, uh, and then Lyndon is named after Jack. Lyndon speaks Angie's grandpa, and Chloe is named after a fucking Kardashian. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, oh, my cool. God. oh yeah, and Elizabeth is uh, Angie's grandma's middle name. Yeah, I like, like Fred Freeman though. That's like a powerful name, Fred Freeman. Well, I like Frederick. But in school, Fred. you know what? They, they would always be like Frederick Freeman. Frederick Freeman is he here? And I would always be like, I, I would get stage fright. I'd be like, man, they're gonna fucking say Frederick. Oh my god! And they'd be like Frederick Freeman, and I'd be like, it's shown, it's shown. <laughs> I would get stage fright every first day of school because I'm like, they would call me. It's a dumb name, dude. My whole life, everyone called me John in school because my name's spelled J O N, but it's pronounced Sean. So I just, I, I was called by John, but I had too much anxiety to correct them. Okay, sticky boogers. Yeah, I just let. So everybody knows me as John from like school all the way to high school. I never corrected anybody. I was too scared. John. John. Yeah, Jean. 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 That's the best ever. Next time you're in a Macy's or something, smell the Jean Paul Gartier, and that's what I smell like. That's what I always wear. That or fierce, but it's like Jean. Jean. I'm there, Jean. I've always wanted to know what Sean smells like. Me too. Jean Paul. See, there you go. The blonde-headed guy that used to be on the the Collins show, the talk show all the time when we were growing up, and he, he wore the white and blue striped shirts all the time. And this bottle of cologne is like the white and blue bust uh, of the shirt. 
Smell it, Jean-Paul Gaultier. I'm sure some people smell it. Listen to ZombieCast. It's good. But it's 90 bucks, so use it carefully. Very so I get, carefully. I guess we got to get to the wrap-up show, right? The wrap-up show. Wrap it up, son! Wrap it up! So, guys, let's get to the wrap-up show. And horribly awkward, Debit himself, Iams. Where can people find you? Oh, hey, you can find me anywhere. Listen to my podcast if you want. It's called Horribly Awkward because it's horribly awkward. Um, it's pretty hard to listen to. It's pretty awkward. It's terrible. And Fred's been on it. Fred. Frederick's been on it a couple times. Ted, Normie, uh, Edward, everybody's Edward, on it. Uh, Frederick, Edward, and Alice have all been on it. Yes. Guys, we should go by it. our alternate names. Matt, do you have an alternate name? Frederick, Edward, Alice, and what's your name? Mateus. Mateus. Mateus, Mateus really? Uh, I, I guess so. Yeah. Matthew, what in French, right? Let's call you Ford. I like Ford. Ford, fairly. I like Ford. Ford, Ford. Brad. Ford. My middle name is Ian. Ooh. Ian. Nice. Ian's. Ian's. Lighter. <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to listen to the podcast, it's awesome. It's fun. It's always fun. Everyone's been on it. Uh, you can find me on uh, Facebook, Sean I am Fuller, or, uh, or um, Twitter, at awkward underscore podcast. Hit me up and tell me how dumb I look. Um, hit him up, but don't tell him that because he doesn't look dumb. He doesn't He's look, a fun guy. He doesn't look that dumb. First guy to hit me up on Twitter and say, you look dumb is a winner. I will retweet you it look dumb. every day, all week. <laughs> well, there you go. Awkward underscore podcast. Hit me up, say, you look dumb. Just, just those three words. You guys are awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, thanks, thanks for having so me, thanks for having me on. on the show. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for uh, letting me come on, even though you guys said I had to leave if Ted showed up, but you guys let me stay, so... Thank you. Yeah, well, you know, we like you too much. We just told you that to get you to come on because we were afraid you'd be a little too shy. Well, I mean, I was trying to come on the whole Walking Dead season to come talk Walking Dead, and it didn't happen. <laughs> Sorry. Every what week. What's your Twitter name? Sorry. Uh, awkward underscore podcast. Horribly awkward with one R because <laughs> Twitter only allows so many characters. <laughs> so there you go. Did I win? I guess. Let's see. I guess. <laughs> no, I don't, not yet. Is, there, is it there? Fuck oh, there yes, we go. Sir. You look dumb. Boom. Thank Boom, you. I won. I won. Go, go Matt. I mean, go John. Go Frederick. No, I just don't know. There's a delay. What's going on right now? <laughs> so Sean much. is texting Sean about. Okay. I just want our contest, man. I just want our contest. Okay. All right. Mr. Normal Latte, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter under Normie477, or you can find me here on All Games, Monday nights with Zombie Cast News, Tuesdays with the B Team, and Thursdays with Knuckleballer Radio. Also, if you're into gaming, I'm on Xbox Live. Come find me under Normie Bug. I am almost to um, 100 on Gears of War 4. I'm at level 95. Come play with me so it can help me. Go up yeah. higher and prestige this thing so I can start over and try to do it all over again. Guys, Norma's oh. cheating on me, guys. Guys, guys, guys. Me and Norma used to only podcast together. We were the force to be unbroken. We were. We, we went were. to the fucking team. Well, you know what? You invited Chip over, so I figured it was okay. <laughs> guys, great. I forgot to tell you real quick. My birthday was last Tuesday, and Aww, one birthday. of my awesome gift things was the new Telltale game of uh, The Walking Dead. So I need to start playing that, and I will keep you guys posted on it. Right on. 
And that's me. Is that it? That's me. That's me. Uh, thank you, Norma. Ted, where can people find you? Uh, Ted, I can on everything all, all across the internet, and I'm sorry I was late. Uh, don't know what happened. I forgot I forgot what day or time good. it was. I'm sure I missed some riveting conversation, but I'm here now. It's dad to you, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to, oh, yeah, to you? Oh, yeah, I remember we were joking the other day. <laughs> I was like, I'm moving in, Ted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with well, your mama. Well, more power, more power to you. Was Norman out here? That <laughs> my mom actually got on the call and said hi to everybody. Yes, I love the things you, you were all. You were all here. Nice. She was a sweetie. Yeah, and then See, Sean made it dirty. Then mm-hmm. <laughs> I said your mom gave me her number, and she and she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you said you you made a joke about my mom and Woodbury. Get it, Woodbury? Not me. <laughs> 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 did I do that? <laughs> I believe you did, yeah. You know, I love you, Ted, more than anything. Dude, I was Ted's biggest fan ever, and he didn't even more know More than it. anything. I was, man. I was Ted's fan, and then uh, he was like, uh, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I got, we, we sucked him in on the show. Yeah, when Ted first started being on ZombieCast, he's like, guys, it's not full-time. You can beg all you want, it's not full-time. And then about 20 episodes in, he's like, I'm full-time, I'm full-time. You remember that, Matt? <laughs> he was like, I yeah. cannot go full-time. You know what? I have a old co-host on the show, and uh, you know what? It wouldn't be right to them. Yeah, you were doing the right thing. Yeah, you hear that, Sub-Z? Oh. I was doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah he's, he's really bitter, Ted. He's super bitter. The first time I ever heard Ted's voice, he had a bone in his throat. What? Really? That was Her. the first episode. First episode, yeah, that I heard. You missed a lot of episodes before that. I went back and listened, but the first up to date when you had a bone stuck in your throat, right? Yeah, I had a. I'd been diagnosed with a. I have a, I have a rare disease where I have an extra bone in my skull, mm. and uh, it, it, it had been diagnosed that week. It's called a, a, a styloid, styloid syndrome or like elongated styloid syndrome. Extra bonagus. And I have I have an extra. I actually told my brother the other day. He never knew that. Oh, I, told the other day, I have this big lump in my jaw. And what that is is there's an extra bone growing out of the back of my skull. It's like a long, thin bone that's coming up to the front and sticking into my mouth. And I found it. And I found this lump in my jaw. And I was like, oh, my God, I got jaw cancer. They're going to have to cut my jaw out and disfigure my face. That's, of course, what you think immediately. And I went and they x-rayed my head. And he's like, you've got uh, elongated styloid process syndrome. I was like, what the fuck? And he showed me, like, pictures of it. And, yeah, it's like I, I got a, an extra bone that over time calcified and grew into my head. Interesting. Jesus. Wow. But it's fine, right? It doesn't affect anything and everything's okay. Yeah, I mean, you can feel it if you stick your finger down my throat, but it's, it's a, uh, they don't, they can't, they can't <laughs> remove take it. take that as an invite. They can't remove it because here. it's too close to like arteries in your head and it's not worth the risk to accidentally cut an artery in your head because mm-hmm. you'll, you'll be dead pretty quick if the blood mm-hmm. going to your vein is cut. You know, so um, they just say, just got to live with it. Dude, Ted, sometime I'm going to make it down to L.A. and we're going to hang out because we got to. And I'm going to stick my finger down your throat. Check it out. Some kind of mutant, you're saying? Open up and say, ah, Ted. Ah. Say, ah. Oh. Come in for a hug. (laughs) What movie is that from? I actually have like an elephant tusk. Looks like an elephant tusk growing out of my cheek. I am trivia on the spot. What movie is that from? Say ah, oh, say Ooh. ah, oh. What movie is it? 
I don't know. You're making me sound like the old music. Play. Make him say, ah. Oh. 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 Matt, what know. movie is it? Tell him. Uh, oh, is it uh, Little Shop of Horrors? Yes! I don't remember any of that movie. You'll be a dentist, be a dentist, you'll have a talent for causing pain. Hey, I am a dentist, I am a dentist. That is so awesome. You know, that movie, the the girl from Martin uh, is in that. She's one of the backup singers. It's always back there, but like, who? Who did she say? You know, whenever they're doing the musical stuff, that movie's still awesome. Little Shop of Horrors. Watch him suck up that gas. Oh my God! Seymour, feed me, Seymour. Seymour. <laughs> when I was younger, just a bad little kid. My the, uh, mama showed us funny things I did. I yeah, shoot no, puppies with a BB gun. Like the stage play ending is that the the plants win and take over the world. Like that's the actual ending. Well, but well the, the actual. Have you seen the edited, deleted footage from the the Rick Moranis movie? They have an alternate ending where the plants win and they're like giant and going down the street like Godzilla. Yeah, that's the stage play ending. I yeah. saw I saw a play and I'm like, oh, that's how it ends. It's really well. That's that's what they, that's how they filmed. They actually filmed that for the movie and they decided to go with the happy ending. But they do. You can find the footage of the giant monsters going down the street and conquering the world. Not in the Seymour. Is walking beside Suddenly, <laughs> You do it so well. Like Betty, I'll be a me, Seymour. I can't go down the street alone. She, well, that's, that, that great line. I was like, she's singing about the life with Seymour. She says, yeah. gather watching Lucy on a big, enormous 12 inch screen. <laughs> yeah. They're two, they're what other song? You know what other uh, is another good musical song? Reproduction in Greece too. Reproduction. I don't remember that one. Reproduction was only having fun. Reproduction. Reproduction. I don't think I even know what a pistol is. I got your pistol right here. Reproduction. <laughs> Reproduction. Yeah, I know the song. Have you ever Another listened great- to, like, Grease is so dirty. Have you ever listened to words, like, talking about the pussy wagon and oh, this? Oh, Grease 2 is, Grease 2 has the greatest. Grease 1, whenever, Grease Lightning. Well, uh, well Grease 2 has, gonna score tonight, we're gonna score, score, score tonight. Matt, you seem lost. I'm not, I'm just, I'm... Yeah. <laughs> it also had uh, it also had the greatest grease song ever, Cool Rider. I want a cool. He came out of the darkness like a man from outer space. It really doesn't matter that I haven't seen his face. The Cool and Rider, then, you know, show tunes. That was our biggest mistake. The Cool Rider was the Cool Rider was that other biker guy. The cast that doesn't end. What 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 goes <laughs> on and on, my friend? The Cool Rider and Ted. People. He was in a Empire Records. Never gonna stop. <laughs> no. The end shows lasted a half hour. I swear to God. Wait, wait, wait! I gotta figure this out. It's the girl. The guy in Greece won. This flirting with Sandy. He's a football player. Oh, then he's the cool. It's Florenzo podcast, Lamas. Please. Florenzo Lamas, the Renegade. The Renegade, yeah. I mean, they don't look nothing alike, but it's the same guy. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, Matt, where can people find you, buddy? Reproduction. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, no Sleep Podcast. This show. Good. 
No sleep. At Madam McFly, M-A-T-T-O-M-C-F-L-Y. Is No Sleep a a podcast about cocaine? Uh, No. No, it's not. You don't actually sleep in this podcast at all? Oh my gosh, shut up. It is a horror story podcast. Uh, where I, you know what it is. I don't know. What <laughs> I know. I've heard it, man. You do an awesome job. Thanks. <sighs> <sighs> All right. Hey, hey, where can I be found? Sean, where can you be found? He's got to say you'll be a dentist now. Turn it off. You got to hear, Matt. I'm a bird, but I feel like I'm in a rambling nightmare. You find a way. There you go, Ted. Ha! Be a dentist. Do it, John. Do it. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at twitter.com slash freemandaddy5, guys. You can find me on Knuckleball Radio on Thursday nights, sometimes 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, guys. Suddenly Matto. Suddenly Matto. Suddenly Matto wants to leave the podcast. You know what? I've, I've been wanting this on Spotify, and they always had the, the Broadway actors. They just added this. Rick Moranis. Yeah. There you go. What happened to Rick Moranis? He retired. Right. You can catch us on everything podcasting. <laughs> yeah, you can find us. You know, be sure to leave us a review. This We're is what happens. Zombiecast isn't on. It becomes, now. It becomes uh, the show becomes stuff. That, we should change the name to Stuff and Things. Stuff yeah. and Things. Stuff and Zombies. Things. And you know, next week, guys, we cast. promise stuff and two things. hours. Two hours of CRS, guys. Two hours. <laughs> Two hours of CRS. That's crazy. I'm going to be away. Ah, too bad. No one, did, no one did defend it. Matt's going on a special CRS expedition. Uh, Matt's some- not in the CRS. Right. Oh, I right. better oh, goddamn right. be in the CRS. That would be, be like bastards. Trump investigating himself. No, Matt. No. <laughs> I'm the but, Nina's of CRS. Yeah. On behalf, that'd, guys. That'd, we be, like, think that'd, that'd be like something. letting the Joker into the Justice League. <laughs> right. If you're having fun with us, guys, go leave us a review on the iTunes. That's the only pay that we get from you guys, and you know what? It helps us in the ratings. So uh, we can actually like pay us. That would be awesome. Yeah, too. You could pay yeah, us. that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's go. Fight the flag, yeah, boy. Yeah, but on behalf of the now much on the go team, radio now network, Sean Iams Fuller. For the Horribly Awkward Podcast, Mr. Norma Latte, Tedek, and Madam McFly, and myself, Freeman Daddy 5. We call episode 247, 247, 247, 247, ZombieCast, the Tutorab. We got to do some big 50, guys. Maybe we could uh, 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 eat maple syrup. Have a maple syrup eating cup. Oh, no, this is a knuckleballer. We can um, <laughs> figure it out. Let's do it. Some yeah. listeners on the show. Maybe an ARS, American Research Talking Society. Talking about listeners. Ours. <laughs> we're, we're coming up to number two fifty, aren't we? Yep. Yep. It's gonna be okay. good. Well, I'm gonna go, guys. I'll see y'all. Good night. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.